This week we... <sighs> Fuck it. Merry Christmas, guys. What's up, guys, and welcome to Gaming History 101's official podcast about old stuff. Uh, this week, we are joined by two guests. One is the very uh, well and talented uh, Knuckleballer Radio, Sean Freeman. What's up, Sean? Good. Not much, man, dude. I'm ready for Christmas, man. I'm ready to uh, to make this one of the... Well, I'm not ready for it to, to be done with, but uh, I'm ready to see what I get yeah. <laughs> for the past shows for next year. Oh no, I totally understand. I think uh that my wife got me something that she's just ecstatic about me opening, but she won't let me get near it under the tree. I've never felt like I was 5 years old more than this week. But uh all right, and also our other guest is uh a, a frequent flyer here, but uh but he's definitely appreciated all the same and I wanted him on a show like this, which is the the well and talented uh from Easy Mode Unlocked uh, Trees, Rob Trees Lounge. Hello. And on, uh, man? uh I can't wait for this fucking year to be over. <laughs> I, I need to start anew. You put that in the rearview mirror? Yeah, I'm ready to start anew. All right. Well, there's no better way to do that than with a couple of beers and talking about the past, right? That's it. That's right. Christmas pints. Yes, but what I can promise you, Trees, is mm-hmm. we will not talk about 2012 uh, on this yeah. show. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Get no. that out of the way. <laughs> Throw that out. Throw out the back door. We're gonna for next year. For next year, yeah, we're gonna weave everyone back. Yeah, <laughs> next year it's retro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so as m- many people know, um, on this show we bounce around from time to time, talking about either games or stories or history or all that fun stuff. And this year, or this, yeah, this year we're gonna do stories. So um, basically, we're gonna share any stories that we remember from growing up as a kid and doing this kind of stuff, and uh, talk about the games that came out because I've got some historical data on things that came out, and I promise it won't be too boring. But uh, but anyway, okay, so we're going to start with the ever-infamous 1985. So, <laughs> 85. How old was were big you on the radio? What? You like, how old were you? Were you like three? So how old were you in my mom's like, You actually called it. I was three years old. <laughs> I was ten. You youngster. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was, I was pissed off that I was three also. Um, <laughs> so you because, probably won't remember this stuff, right? Yeah, I was a very, I was a very aggressive young, young boy. Um, but whoa, but, there, Tonto. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, but a lot of stuff happened in 1985. Uh, I'm sure many of the people who have basic knowledge of video games uh, will slate 1985 because Wikipedia says so. Was the year mm-hmm. that the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System came out. But I don't know about you guys. From what I hear, because obviously we've covered that, I really wasn't in the yeah, on the storefronts. Um, that wasn't really true. It premiered in New York, um, so any East Coasters might have seen it. And if you had an FAO Schwartz near you, you could find it. It premiered for two hundred bucks um, for the action set, two controllers, no game. Um, but uh, but for most people, I heard it was actually buying up all the clearance stuff from the crash. You could get a cheap ColecoVision. The Atari Twenty Six Hundred was on the cheap. 
cartridges were like a dollar a piece. Mm -hmm. Um, And PC games were kind of big. So, um, I don't know. Did you guys see an NES that year? Were you even playing games at the time? I I do. I remember. Do you remember there was a store chain called Zares? Zares? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had a Zares. And uh, and I remember going in there and and <laughs> that was like that. seeing these things for the first time, dude. And uh, yeah, it was way out of our price range. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was kind of like, man, I hope my friends get one of these <laughs> type deal. And uh, yeah, but, oh, but I remember, you know, that's like the I, I guess maybe flight simulator days. That was like the floppy disk era too. It was. Like being in school and, and you know, the Oregon Trail. Like and true then you've floppy got, disks, though, like the 5.25s. Yes. And, and then you've got this thing that looks like an arcade game in, in the arc from – looks like a real game that you're going to play. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and, and yeah, real quick to touch on the Nintendo, I think uh, if you if people don't know – um, and you guys tell me your experience, but the the big thing with Nintendo was for the first time, and that's why Super Mario Brothers was so pivotal when you demoed it. Um, also, I think Kung Fu was the other one that was demoed a lot in stores. Um, was that it was one of the first games where it like scrolled along the screen with you. Prior to that, you know, arcade games and like Atari games and computer games, it was like screen to screen, or you're on one screen just doing something within the confines of that non-moving screen. So um, I'm told in demos that was the big thing. So. But, um, Sean, you are correct. Oregon Trail would come out for the Apple II that year. So, um, huge um, at, at retail. Um, I, just, I just like that he mentioned Zayas. What a pull. That's right. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah, that place I mean, was rough, man. You could get, like, I swear you could buy, like, goldfish, a goldfish, switchblades, <laughs> like, anything in that place. That's why it's not Was arriving. it like service merchandise where there was just, like, all kinds of shit in there? It was just a big box retailer to the it, it was degree? Like, it was like there was Kmart and there was theirs. Uh-huh. Was like, Z-A-Y-R-E, I believe. And it was an orange could, logo. Yeah, you could slip, like, a names in there, too, underneath <laughs> that. Yeah, Ziz was at the bottom. <laughs> that McCroy's. <laughs> wow, okay, Ziz. here we go. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, the other one I think that's big, uh, because this was big on me, um, uh, because I was really into kind of like geography and stuff, was Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Did you guys play those? Or were those really kind of reserved for the, the schools? Uh, what, what, what was the name of it again? Oh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? No, I, that, I don't recall that at all. I, 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 yeah, I remember that game, but I never played them. That was like kids, that was like, uh, yeah, I never. I remember the show later on. Oh yeah, well, years later, a that, horrible show. That was a horrible game show. <laughs> but but um, that was back when they. That was back when PC games were educational. Yes, yes, before, and I think before like like Doom and stuff like stuff. Everything on the PC was like learning the spell. Yeah, kids on keys doing your math. Yeah, doing your maths, as they would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember the graphics for the Buckshot on Oregon Trail back then? <laughs> Yeah, it was just one pixel dots, man. It yeah. was spread in like a three-way formation. <laughs> and this was up against the, the, the Nintendo, man. Yes, yes. And again, uh, you know, I will point this out and we'll talk about it in the, in the following year about to, we're about to do, but 86 was much more the year Nintendo took over. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, um, the one thing I will tell you about where in the world is Carmen San Diego because I did get it. Um, we had a, an Apple II at the house. Um, it was like one of the stupidest purchases my dad ever made because he hated the thing. Um, but Carmen San Diego came with a huge book. 
um, in where in the world it was more of like geography and it kind of told you information about countries. But uh, right. I remember where in time is Carmen San Diego? You got like a whole freaking encyclopedia with this thing. It was like, like you said, it was learning. Like yeah, you, were, you didn't need the you didn't need the game. Yeah, you were like, wait a minute, this is fucking just telling me to read about you, the Mesozoic yeah, you, era. You, you turn on the game, and it would just show the title screen and say, "Refer to the book." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you just read the book. Imagine you're in a field. <laughs> Like, this is now shit. press X on the screen. <laughs> and then it would be it would be on twenty discs, and you'd be like, "What's going on?" Yeah, you'd flip. Do you remember you'd flip the disc over? You'd physically flip the actual disc over. <laughs> yeah, remember side B. <laughs> Run slash C slash yeah. shitty game. Thank you. What became D and D? Right, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Imagination. Yeah, the building blocks right there, and Zork. Zork also yeah, those- that. Those those PC back that those are days where you're like, hmm, common San Diego or I uh, just play some Minesweeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. Um, trees, you'll probably uh, definitely touch base with this, and uh, Sean, you may have. Uh, Gauntlet hit the arcades that year too, so mm-hmm. hit the roller skating rink in the snow. You were playing yep. Gauntlet. Yep, yes. yep. Gauntlet is is definitely legendary from back in the day. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Wizard needs food. Lots of quarters towards Gauntlet, mm-hmm. I gotta say. Yeah, Gauntlet yeah, was a big one. Shitty game. <laughs> it really is when you go back <laughs> to just, it. Yeah, let's just say it. <laughs> people right now, veins are popping out of their forehead, but go play it. <laughs> Don't play it for two hours and tell me how it is. <laughs> See, I find that a lot looking back. It's like, what in the world? Okay, well, another one for, and I do want, uh, it definitely Tree's opinion of this, but Sean, again, you can chime in, but, uh, Ghosts and Goblins hits arcades at this time. The bane of my existence, that fucking brutal ass series. Man. Yeah, I never, I never dug that, that game. Too hard. <laughs> yeah. We've you know, seen it's too hard. Jesus. <laughs> my, my experience, right, with Ghosts and Goblins it is on, on, you know, you, you could play it at the arcade, right? And I know, I know it's probably not on the Nintendo yet. No, but you know, yeah, but, but you know, Mario was close, you know, it wasn't the same as the arcade Mario. You know, you'd play it at home and be like, it's identical. Then you get to the arcade to play it. (laughs) It was a little more animated, just the movements and stuff. But for me, Ghost and Goblins was more spot on to holy cow. I've got an (laughs) arcade machine on my TV. Yes. I remember, dude, Ghost and Goblins, you know, you know, him down to his underwear running around. Absolutely <laughs> yep. love that game, dude. Absolutely love it. Uh, it's it's a classic, but man, it's like, uh, you know, I've been recently thinking about playing, you know, some of these old tough as nails games mm-hmm. and just playing them till I beat them. And like, I can now do video capture on the site with commentary and just, just letting people watch my like psychological meltdown as I go through these games. Cause that game and all of the games in the series, you have to beat it twice. You beat it once, and they're like, you don't get the real ending. Beat it again, and this right. is the harder version, and then you get it. And if you turn the game off, you lose all your progress. So you got to beat it twice in the same fucking afternoon. <laughs> See, yeah. There's actually, like, world records for that now, right? Yes. I think yeah. um, last month, I think Ninja Gaiden was released for a virtual console. If you, if you want to play it there, I think it just came out on the eShop. Well, I do have uh, Ninja Gaiden uh, 1, 2, and 3 on um, on the Nintendo. And I actually have the Famicom version of Ninja Gaiden 3 because I was told it was super easy. And, man, they couldn't be more right. Um, they uh, um, 
they uh, what they said was uh, that it was or sorry I booted it up and if you've ever played Ninja Gaiden three I can't get past like the second level um, and then I booted up the Famicom version and boom you, I mean you take so much less damage you can get just tons and tons you, I I almost beat the game first try through <laughs> <laughs> so um, I well I was gonna say that that Ghosts and Goblins though going back to what you brought up like I never played the arcade version I only played it on the NES which was Hard to. I don't think I ever got past the second yeah. level. So. Well, you know, you I, hold I a, a press of, start. You can continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could do that. But I gotta say, the quarters that I put into Ghost and Goblins at the arcade, we're talking mm-hmm. Donkey Kong hard. I mean, it was <laughs> it, it was difficult. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Donkey Kong. Yeah, I mean, you know, one time out of twenty, I would beat the first board. Uh-huh. Whenever I was a kid, and Ghost and Goblins was the same, dude. It was. I, I couldn't get the jumps down, man. It, you know, the jumps no. were awkward, like like the barrels in Donkey Kong, and it was very, very hard. And so, you know, speaking about Christmases, like that was a game for the NES that my parents bought me for Christmas that I wanted. Oh. And that was a that was a thing where you would go in your parents' closet and find it. Yep. And and I opened it. Like they'd go out for the night doing something. I'd open that shit and play it, like before Christmas. <laughs> Yep. So I realized that game was shit, like hard. Oh, and then you got to So then Christmas morning, I had to open it. Christmas morning, be like, oh, look at that. Ghost of Goblets. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that game was tough, man. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it was, it was an interesting, uh, oh man, Ghost and Goblins, just, just such a punishing series. But it was so tempting because of the premise. But you know what? Actually, I recently played it because I, you know, assembled a main cab and I hadn't played this in the arcade either. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it really is. It's one of those games where it just comes down to how many quarters you've got. And mm-hmm. I don't know how many I spent beating it on main, but it was not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> um, and I should point it out, but it really didn't matter at the time, but both super Mario brothers and duck hunt, um, <laughs> released for that holiday season. Of course, they would be included with the Nintendo in '86 and and be a bigger deal. So um, I don't know, unless you guys got any other stories from '85. Uh, I was going to jump right into '86 because this is a I, huge I like year. I like how you're trying to get me to remember like 20 odd years ago. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to think too. Yeah. Jeez. Oh yeah. Before well, you were born, uh, remember coming kids? up oh. empty. Oh boy, '85. I'm glad you asked. Well, you the were stories about, I have from '85. You know what? We'll take a pause real quick because you were talking about um, something I think almost every gamer's familiar with. Because it really was a weird hobby, wasn't it? Like if you wanted back in the day, you know, we didn't have the internet. We barely had. We didn't at the time in '85. You didn't <clears> have <throat> fucking reviews. <laughs> you just no. you saw this box art that some marketing department came up with, and you were like, "That looks cool." <laughs> Not even. Bad 80s airbrush. Oh, yeah, there were those two. Yeah, like, who would oh, buy shit. Mega Man based off the box art? And so you buy Russian Attack, and look what you get. Jesus, yeah. you talk about using your imagination. Look at some Atari 2600. Yeah. Oh, my God. Boxer. You'd be, like, amazed. You'd be like, Yars Revenge, look at this shit. Oh, I always think of Yars Revenge when you say that. <laughs> you get home, and you're like, <laughs> River Raid. <laughs> <laughs> Yars Revenge River Raid. That was another good one. Um, is good, man. <laughs> even Pac-Man. Don't. Don't. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Atari that Pac-Man? That's not even Pac-Man anymore. That, that, that dude had feet. You're like, <laughs> running. You turn that on. It's like, bark, bark, Square bark. dots. <laughs> yeah, they weren't even square. They were rectangles, which made no sense. 
when they had the filled screen on the Atari uh, Pac-Man, they were just longer. They were like two bytes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they were eating wafers and shit back in the eighties. There was no dots. They were eating wafers. Well, see, well, see that, that that was why we liked Nintendo was because the games finally at least somewhat resembled what was on the box. <laughs> well, well, see, you know, I, I, my kids want want the 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 little Atari thing that they sell now, where it comes with flashback. like. The mm-hmm. flashback, but then I think to to Pac Man on <laughs> the Atari. Your and kids I'm like, do not trying, know what they're getting. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, I, I really think that that I really think that I'm throwing my money away. E- even you though, are. as much as you look at it, you're like, oh man, oh man, oh man, it's uh, Pac Man. Don't don't. <laughs> yeah, it is fucked up. I used to love it though, I, but it's like my buddy once. Uh, Years ago, when I was in my twenties or whatever, he's like, his dad came over from a yard sale and had a, he bought like an Atari, and like a box of games for like twenty bucks. And me and my buddy would like drink a beer and we're like, yeah, awesome. We hooked that thing up. We were done in like fifteen minutes. Absolutely. We were switching those cartridges out faster. And we we're like, oh my god, this was not as fun as we thought it would be. <laughs> It's true, man. Like, I mean, and so you would you would do stuff like you would ask for stuff that just sounded like it would be cool or that you thought was going to be cool, and then it all falls to shit. And you know, we I don't know about you, but yeah, like I became a razor blade king. Like I knew, you know, mm-hmm. I was I was really good at um at at getting into games and playing them in advance. So you either beat the game or you knew it was shit before you even opened it. Um, because I couldn't wait. Like, I, I, you know, I'll talk about it, especially at nauseum in 1996, but, yeah, yeah early on. What are you, one year in? Let's go yeah, for right. it. What do you got, 20 more to go? <laughs> well, Let's there were go. two other things I want to bring up, but one thing is here. I'm posting the uh, picture in the chat, but, like, look at the box art to Contra. Look at what's going on here. <laughs> like, what do we got here? We got Arnold Schwarzenegger, and we've got Sylvester Stallone, and... The shit from Aliens is going on in yeah, the front yeah. here. A face hugger is about to grab us, and uh, the first level is um, Predator. <laughs> you sued for that? You sued for that? <laughs> no, they did not. The Japanese, though, they would they would totally like steal box art without or like steal this stuff without even thinking twice about it. You know, movie property. And, and and that was probably around what was the Chuck Norris movies back in Missing in Action? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all there. It's all there. <laughs> they just ripped they everybody. All were. Oh, if you look at uh, Metal Gear, that cover, Kojima said he literally paused a certain scene in Aliens with the guy Hicks. And yeah, he goes, Hicks. there, draw that. <laughs> God, yeah, they could post this for reminisce of 1986, dude, and it's all there. That's yeah. <laughs> It's all there. That box art is 1986. That per- or, Well, in America it was 87, but it was the game was conceived in 86. That is that is the late 80s right there. Oh, no, is it 90, 1988, actually, in America? So I'd never have a headband that long in situations. They get snatched up on something. That's Rambo. Oh, that was Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, Rambo yeah. there, dude. Yeah, you can't. Hey, when you come around. home from Nam, man, you got the headband. You can't have that, that floating around in a situation like that. <laughs> Get hung up position. on something. Yeah, you get hung up on the wall. You're trying to get away. <laughs> but but so I good. would say Contra, maybe that game was better than the box art. <laughs> That's one. That yeah, that was one. Of, that was, was the all... exception to the rule. That's why well, he's got it. like this badass gun. And look at the little the little cotton balls he's shooting out. Yeah. Yeah, and the, that's exactly how the game was too. You had like, this gargantuan gun that never changed, and you shot these little cotton balls. Yeah, look at that. That don't look <laughs> impactful at all. Um, 
But but back to it. Um, the one other <laughs> thing was Tiger Claw wanted me to mention um, that uh, there was a version of the Nintendo that came out, which was the first one sold because they didn't want people to think it was a video game because they'd been burned by Atari. So the second version of uh, or the the other version of the Nintendo had Rob the robot. Oh my God! R O B. You know, th- my my first experience of Rob was in Zares again, and uh, I you know, <laughs> you, 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 your you whole. Know, you, 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 would, you would see Rob the Robot on TV, but Zares had one a box open where you could see the robot, but they had it out of reach so you couldn't touch it. And, and you know, nobody I knew had one. And, and one day my, my buddy's dad come home and he had the robot. And when that robot would pick that, that little peg thing up and just, just move it, that's all it would do, it would pick yeah. this peg up and move mm-hmm. it. We were like, oh, man, the future's coming to... to the future's real. It's here. All he did here, <laughs> here in the chat, I, I'm posting a, uh, I, I posted a picture. Now here's a, a, an actual Tumblr that has like all of the different sequences of Rob. But all he did was pick up a disc and put it on one of two buttons so that you could get by in Gyromite. You remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the future is here. The future is here, and it's at Zares. Who knew? And it. If if a stiff breeze hit Rob, he would fall to pieces. <laughs> but, but can I say, guys, being someone, me personally, I never owned Rob. Mm-hmm. When I see this picture that you just posted, the Tumblr picture, yeah. it takes me back, dude. Absolutely. I still think it looks awesome, man. This it, robot it, looks it, like I'm that. It does, look, yeah, it does look awesome, though. Doesn't he remind you of that? Well, there's uh, in the in the secondary article. There's this really good one where Rob is reading Nintendo Power on the Wii U tablet. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, um, they, Wally, man, they Wally, they stole. Yeah. Stole when when did Short Circuit come out? Was that 1985, 86? Uh, I want to say that was more 86, 87, but I'll double check that for you. But the, but the thing that got me with Rob guys was was you know my buddy's dad wouldn't let us get near it either. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. guard because he I, knew I remember, it was kind of hot. Uh, price, but I remember I would look kind of at price. Rob's, he was like four hundred bucks. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I would look at Rob. I, I would look at the reflection in his eyes, and I would think, man, he's actually looking. He's looking at the TV. I mean, it, see, it, that wasn't creepy saw, back then. That you know, was cool. He yeah. saw emotion. In those dead. Were, were you lenses. guys like that? Just like like blown away. Like, holy cow! Man. I would pay a thousand for it if I had a thousand bucks. The movie was summer '86. Uh, uh, so Sean, so so yeah, technically that'll lead us into '86, yeah. but uh, hey, but yeah, we'll break your heart, man. But those eyes were dead. It was almost <laughs> pieces of plastic. Oh man, um, I don't know. Did, but were you guys the same way? Were you just blown away by Rob the Robot, or did you, did you have one back then? I knew someone who had one. I grew up in um, in a uh, a suburb of Chicago. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> one similar to John's on uh, Video Game Outsiders. We we kind of grew up by each other, and. Um, and there were some well-to-do families out there, mm-hmm. and so there was, yeah, definitely one. And we had an FAO Schwartz. So in '85, um, I remember this kid's older brother got it, but we didn't get to look at it or play with it till he completely didn't give a shit about it in '89. Yeah, um, I, I never had one. <laughs> I, I I grew up in a in a in a town where Zares was fancy. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you meet no, some two trees, you know, I, a single I, parent, I, and uh, we'll see. We- Rob. We were just playing, though. Like I said, my friends, I was living vicariously through them. Like in my family, they'd take you to F.A. Schwartz just to show you all the shit you could never have. Yeah. Like it was like, look at it. Just don't touch it because we're not buying it for you. Is that a life-size X-Wing in your backyard? <laughs> I'm 
much did that cost? It's unbelievable. Oh my God. See, back then, dude, I remember I always wanted this and yard darts, and I never got either one. Lawn darts, yes. The product that would never be approved today. Yeah. Lawn <laughs> darts. Um, but, uh... <laughs> Perfect. Dawn Dads were perfect for finding the soft spot on the top of a kid's head. You, yeah, you just, you just throw them up, and you, you got to stand yeah. by the ring on the other side as I'm well, throwing yeah, like, like darts at you. We literally, yeah, we literally <laughs> took skewer-like darts and threw them at each other. Like, yeah. That was the goal. This would take a dragon down. Yeah. <laughs> those spikes were six inches long. I know. Yeah, if, if those hit, if those clipped like an arm or a or a head, like I'd rather take a bullet. Yeah. The toy people just <laughs> they just pulled up a spike that you usually would use to nail down a tent. They're like, ah, yeah, put a plastic end on it. With That's totally what it was. Yeah. That was invented at some guy's weekend camping trip. Yeah. Um, the one other thing I wanted to talk about with uh, uh, with Rob is um, they weren't Nintendo wasn't sure how this was all going to go over. So they didn't want to start manufacturing Nintendo carts because those that don't know, Famicom carts look very different than Nintendo carts. Gyromite was packed in only with Rob. Mm. So that's why Gyromite has the highest probability of being one of the carts that you can open up and there's a Famicom card in there with a converter that um, lets you play Famicom games on, an, on a Nintendo, which is what I have. Um and I actually found it in a copy of Gyromite. So for those looking for it, uh, what you definitely need to do is make sure that when you look on the back of the Nintendo cart, that instead of having the Nintendo security screws, it's just a little normal Phillips head screw, and there's five of them instead of three. And um, if you do that, and then you look at the teeth, and if you look at the teeth under light, and instead of being centered, like the chips on the teeth, instead of them being centered, they're they're adjusted to the right, you've got a an adapted... Or a game with an adapter in it. So go pick that up in your retro game stores, kids. Yeah. I think me and Sean are going to go look for some Rob the Robots tomorrow. You should, too, dude. Rob, I'll get you one. You get me one for Christmas. <laughs> there you go with those dead I don't know eyes. If you're, I don't know if you're familiar with what Rob <laughs> staring at you. Right Rob will be now. staring at you Christmas morning with those dead plastic eyes. <laughs> it's got to come in a Zare bag, though. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We'll um, all right, so we're doing great. We half an hour, one year. Um, Let's go. Keep it rolling. <laughs> no, hey, as many parts with... as it takes, dude. I'm in. I'm in for the it's long run, man. Yeah, Don't rush yeah. It. We can keep doing this. Um, '86 was the big year for, in my opinion, that was when the Nintendo uh, Entertainment System hit stores worldwide. It was $199.99. Um, it came with Super Mario Brothers packaged into it. And if you guys remember, it had like this uh, encyclopedia book um, that had like cheat codes for like the first round of like the 32 games or whatever mm. that came out with Nintendo. Wow, Rob's like 100 bucks starting. And if he works, he's like 300 Yeah, he's, he's anyway. loot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so 86, uh, big year for the Nintendo with the uh, high-end households, quote-unquote. Um, yeah, and, uh, this is when, uh, Toy Story started getting nervous again, because, uh, after a resurgence, a resurgence of video games are hitting stores after being gone <laughs> since basically 83, since the crash. Here's um, what I like about when Nintendo hit, right? Uh-huh. If I can remember, I remember correctly, like, there was a, before there's Toys R Us everywhere, there was a place yeah. called Child World, where I lived, and I think that's a... I don't know. It's not mom and pop. It was a big department still, but no, I think in was... Chicago we had Child World. Okay, so uh, there you go. But it was the first time they started not putting the games out, and you, we had those like just placards that mm. would have the picture of the game on, and you would like grab 
Grab a piece of paper. It was like I remember NES was like like that. It was like just this wall of like you could just look at like, and I remember like Mario Golf. It was just called Golf back then, but you know all the very first NES cartridges with the the pixelated art on the front. Yep. Yeah, and that's what it was. I, I always remember that. That was like the first time. I was like, whoa, it's like futuristic. Well, and it was like buying a gun. Do you remember this? Like you take the piece of paper yes. and you, you go to the, the register fucking... and buy it, and then you get your ticket and you'd have to go take your receipt that had been signed by a cashier and take it to like the, the bulletproof glass cage. Yeah, yeah. Get to the cage that goes in fucking jail. They want to get hand me like my pillow and sheets. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like I, I don't know about you guys, but I felt that every Toys R Us and or Child World I went to or KB Toys and bought from the guy who was in the cage, he had to be in the cage among the video games. So he was like in the greatest and the worst place in the world <laughs> and he always had like a ponytail a goatee and kind of talked like that uh that snooty uh comic book owner from the simpsons you know yeah oh so you think you're going to buy russian attack do you i must <laughs> warn you the game you've just spent hard-earned money on cannot be returned and sucks enjoy <laughs> tons of toys too did you guys have those tons of toys i knew of tons of toys i didn't have tons of toys i don't know what that is what is it it was like Toys R Us was like you'd always see that on the prices, right? And then like some <laughs> yeah. other game shows, you you know, you would be like, oh, brought to you by you know, Toys R Us. And, and actually, we had a tons of toys way before Toys R Us. But it was like all these game shows back when like Burt and Burt Productions were big back then. Win, lose, or draw. You you see like yeah, tons of toys. <laughs> you see tons of toys or Toys R Us ads. It was like crazy competitors back <laughs> nice. then. Uh, uh, this would also be the year where kids would cry because they wouldn't get the right console. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the same time that the Nintendo hits, um, Sega decides it's smart to release the Mark III to American uh, department stores known as the Sega Master System. Mm-hmm. It comes out two days after the official premiere of the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It cost $200 as well. No one knew what it didn't was. have shit. <laughs> yeah. Man. 3DO-ish, Since- right? <laughs> no worse. Uh, worse. So I tell you because what, though, I remember those Master System games. Those were yeah, the those. Were, there was a little, yeah, the grid, the little graph paper grid with the eight bait. Those are the best uh, covers, man. Yeah, if you guys want to see some, I did a video on it. I've been doing buying guides that kind of show people what they need to know when they're buying these consoles. And I have a Master System and a bunch of cartridges. And I showed them how, like, uh, they're the only cartridges that uh, are so plain. The The title of the game is on the side, not on the fr- on the top. So if you stack them up, it all looks like the same damn you, game. You would, I remember seeing those placards with the NES stuff. And your brain was just like, like, I thought they were some sort of, like, Texas Instruments type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even they know what they tech. were. They didn't look like video yeah, games. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Wasn't there an Atari system that year, too? Like, and the that's 7, the other one. The 7800. Yeah, good luck with that. Xevious three, awesome. Yeah, it was also three like D. It was also two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and no kid wanted either of those things. Yeah, but I gotta say, you know, it's hard, dude. It, it you know, it, it was like like you know when a rocket goes up and, and it loses, you know, its first thruster, dude. Atari was in that first thruster, dude. Once I saw Nintendo and things like that coming out, dude, it was uh, Atari was no, was dead to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, this was supposed to be Atari making an 8-bit system. We were all supposed to have a fucking cow, and, and it was the 7800. 
Um, and I don't know if you remember this, but 7800 really didn't have any games for it. It had a bunch of it, like it, it had a couple. Um, and Trees talked about uh, Zevius Three was the, oh, two. One of the I know. Ones. I remember one of them was a Zevius game. Like yeah, and it was but for the for the most part, it was just conversions of. Uh, of uh, of a couple of Nintendo games and mostly uh, 2600 games. They were like, yeah, buy the 7800 version of the game you already own. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Yeah, it was like, ugh. a lot of people don't know this. Uh, you probably don't know this, Fred, but uh, 7800 was made up of, of recycled ET cartridges. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't they know melt, that. Yeah, they melted them. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but they should have. No, I know. Could saved them some money. <laughs> <laughs> they just melted down all those cartridges and just recycled them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what they did? Uh, Atari did uh, originally. They were going to release it for two hundred. They decided at the uh, at the last minute to drop it down to one hundred and forty US to compete against the Master System and the and Nintendo. So basically, the cheap parents would give their kids the uh, seventy eight hundred. Mm. I still think the Master System is the worst gig in this um, because people well, no, don't no, even... no one knew what it was, man. Yes, and TC's talking about the 3D glasses. I actually have the 3D glasses, and I show them off in that video. Um, click, 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 click. They work, though. <laughs> Derek, Derek's, Derek's getting Derek's mad. Shows no I'm more, not man. Talking, talking shit about the talking, SMS. Talking shit about the SMS. I'm saying <laughs> that, well, okay, in, in retrospect, we can all love the SMS. But at the time, the reason it was a big deal um, and, and got a lot of flack was because um, Nintendo had licensing lockdown. So all you could get was Sega arcade ports, really, because anything that released on the Nintendo could not be re-released on the Sega Master System per Nintendo licensing. Mm-hmm. But, of course, there were some really good games. I mean, I mean, it was the earliest way to get Space Harrier. Um, the best version of Ghostbusters was on there. Um, and, of course, as we're talking about, it had 3D. Um, but I really think in, in comparison to the NES... <laughs> Despite what what many people think, uh, I, I do I do say the Nintendo was probably the preferred gaming platform. Well, it was the, the preferred, yeah, definitely. But I remember my buddy, uh, not my buddy, but a, a friend of my buddy's in his bed. He had a Sega Master System, and I was just like, "What is this thing?" And I remember he had the gun, which looked badass. Yes, it looked like a, a Star Trek phaser. Yeah, it looked I, like a phaser, and he it was he had the three glasses that would click loudly, and it had some I don't know what the three D game was, but it looked like a Earth. And like missiles would come up over the earth, sorta. And you shoot at them in 3D. That was pretty cool. And um, no, Sega Man, and they had like Alex Kid and all that cool shit. But all I really remember at the time is the box arts from the store. It had that grid, yeah. and I was just it just they look so weird next to the NES ones, you know. And you're like, I don't know what these are, you know. And there was no commercials. I don't think I've ever seen a Sega Master System commercial. See, I I remember seeing those right. And like I said, you know, my mom was a single parent. It was kind of a rough, rough divorce type thing. So, so you know, she, she was struggling there for a while. And uh, there's a store called, and this is the show of ghetto stores trees. But uh, they, they had an off brand at, at Big Lots, and, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 what it was was it came with a gun, right? And, and it was like a console. But it, but it would play these things of like these spaceships flying and you, like the boosters would be like a special color, which would reflect into your gun. <laughs> so, so it would come with like, it was almost like laser tag, but mm-hmm. it was back then when this come out, but it, you know, you're talking 20 bucks for it. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, once, once you played the game, it was the same video <laughs> over and over. So you, <laughs> depending on how close you stood to the TV, you know, you could, you could just sit there. And score, 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 and the score would keep up on your gun and the, the little console. But I, 
I got the little, I got the ghetto version. <laughs> it wasn't, it sucked. So that one was really awesome, but that, that wasn't the version I was mm-hmm. given. Hey, do, you, do you recall that was those, the best way those, to end that story. Do, yeah. do, you rem- do you remember those, uh, those cheap games that they would sell that had like the flashing? It was like a real bright light on the boosters or like if they were aliens and it was just reflector things to go in the gun when you pulled the trigger. And it, it, it was stupid. <laughs> big lots. <laughs> See, it's a big lots. Living the life. Um, yes. and there's some chat, uh, there's some talk in the chat about, um, some games like Afterburner being on the NES. The reason you saw some of these Sega, um, unlicensed ports was, um, was with, uh, um, Tangan and various other companies, um, did not like Nintendo's licensing deals. So they would release those games. And when that happened, um, definitely Namco and, um, and, and Sega were like, yeah, sure, port this over. That's why you get these really, really bad looking ports of like Altered Beast and, uh, on, on the Nintendo. And it's, it's literally just the Master System ROM adapted mm-hmm. to Nintendo. Um, weird uh, cartridges. But yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a very interesting time. Um, and the one exception, I guess I'll throw it out there, was Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy is Hudson's Adventure Island. The games are just a the same game; they just swap them over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was due to Japan. They sold the licenses to two different people, which is the only reason it was able to be both in America. Both did yeah. come out in America. But you know, getting back to what the NES being released, all I remember about that being released, I think I was in junior high when that was released. That tells you how old I am, but. I do remember going over to Buddy's house and he had one hooked up in like, he was like super poor and it was like hooked up in the hallway. It was like a triple decker apartment. Oh shit, yeah. And it wasn't even like, he wasn't even playing that shit in his house. It was like in, in like a hallway. It was sitting on two like, like crates and he was showing me that shit like Mario Brothers. And I remember being like, um, I don't know. I remember not caring for some reason. I remember just seeing it being like, oh, whatever. I think I was more worried about getting mugged in the hallway. I was just like, whatever. I'm like, it's cool. And then later on, it, it blew up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. It's crazy um, looking back on these systems, man. That, that Things that we were so excited for now. Mm-hmm. I love, know, imagine I, I going love back show. to 25 years ago and telling yourself, holy shit, wait till I show you what you're going to be. <laughs> yeah, as a parent, you know, I'm telling my kids the same thing as, you know. Yeah, it was funny. It's, it's the opposite now. When I was that age, when I was 11 or whatever, that stuff didn't excite me as much. Even though I played games back then, like I had that stuff. But I don't know. I didn't. But now, as almost a 40-year-old, it's like they take a game and they put a plushie in there. And I'm like, ooh, I'm pre-ordering yeah, that yeah, shit. <laughs> Pre-order. <laughs> Persona 4 yeah. Golden, baby. Yeah, you know, it's like it's ridiculous. It's like that, you know. But, I, you know. Uh, I don't know, but back then I'm just like, oh yeah, maybe it's because now you have the the money to just buy. Yeah, that, well, and that was then, the joke, right? Back then, right? Like I'm thinking back, like yeah, eleven. It was like you just, when you're you a kid, you have no money and you have all this time, and then when you're an adult, you have no time whatsoever and you have all this money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, even you know, it just seems like money money was more scarce back then. Period. You know, I mean, for me and and, and the friends that I knew and all, then is Flourish as we do our kids today, man. It just seems totally it's different. Reaganomics, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, Wait. and 
It's true though, and and I think there were a lot of things that weren't accepted. I mean, yeah, I'd still say video games are in the same thing as the toy aisle, but I mean, if you look at advertising from especially back in the mid '80s, it was just for kids. It was like you couldn't have an IQ over seventy-one to market <laughs> to a child, or to market a video game. Like it just mm-hmm. couldn't happen, you know. Um, oh, and it was still back in the good old days where what you saw in the commercial was not what you got in your house. Um, but Nintendo was a step in the right direction, right? Because we could tell what was going on, finally. It wasn't well, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Pong all over again. We're like, no, this is actually a war simulator. You guys are throwing a bomb back and forth. Yeah, yeah but, that's what you But, but I got to say, I, I would say with, with the NES, it did start getting, from what I saw, more nods from the adults. Because like I said, you know, it was my friend's yeah. dad that bought the robot. You know, and it was, we would go to people's houses and like, they would be over there smoking their cigarettes and drinking beer and, and playing games. And, you know, like, like the kids would play during the day and the adults at night, you know, like before, like, Just like today, <laughs> headbangers ball would come on, you know, yeah. the old school headbangers ball, you know, well, on Saturday Sean, night, you know what this the pot like. smell, people smoking marijuana, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, these guys went from sitting at the bars and doing this stuff. Their wife wanted them to be at home and they were like, fuck. Fuck it. Let's get the Nintendo and we can, we can play, you know, Tapper at home. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure we've all been there, dude. You know, you go to your friend's house and like I said, you play during the day, then at night, you know, they're playing the music and you, you, you can, you can smell the marijuana and they're in there playing the Nintendo and they got friends over. And I, I think that was the, the eye opener, some for the adults. So yeah, they, they were absolutely. starting to open the eye. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Tiger Claw's talking about uh, just remembering going, you know, like we were talking about going into Toys R Us and just seeing the Wall O games, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I'm gonna buy all of them someday. Yep. I'm gonna buy all. Of them. It was. I mean, it, it was. Uh, it, 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 great marketing, man, because it still sticks with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and. I think I'm going to jump right into it because still 86 wasn't that big of a year either. Some people started getting it and Nintendo was starting to hit. But I think the huge one was 87. 87 is when the Nintendo Entertainment System, I think this was the year it went to 99 bucks, But it definitely went to 149 at least. And this was the year for the very popular. You got the Zapper, the two controllers, and mm-hmm. Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers. And this is probably the year. This is definitely the year I bought it and got it for Christmas and this was when most kids got it for Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah. Parents figured out it wasn't going away. That some kids had it, and they they were driving their parents goddamn crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, I was and, one of you know, them. Yep. And all the parents were figuring out that you can pop a martini and get loaded in the front room while Johnny's sitting in that computer console for years. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> He'll beat Mario Brothers over and over again. The second he beats it. Check this out, Terrence. The second he beats it, he just starts it up again. He just plays it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I beat Mario Brothers. I mean, I remember I called my mom at work. Oh, and princess like wasn't a, in another castle, yeah. was she? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a couple of uncles, dude. I mean, it, I had accomplished something. I mean, I was. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I called, I mean, at least five or six family members at work to be like, yo, man, I just freaking beat it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and yeah. do you remember, because I don't know about you guys, I beat it in, like, spring. Like, it took me a good three months of fucking around with Mario to, to actually get there. Yes. Um, and I learned all the tricks first. Remember, you could hump the turtle in 3-1. You could yep. hump the turtle on the wall mm-hmm. the and get all the lies and end up in the minus world and really screw yourself. Um, 
and and there was always the rumors. You remember the 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 rumors? Some 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 kid with freckles all over his face would come in at the playgrounds because playgrounds were a thing still, and he'd swear he jumped over the the fucking flag. Mm-hmm. He went yeah. to the other side, man. And there's a whole another game, you know. And then that's when kids would embellish too much, and they'd be like, "Yeah, and the thing spins around, and it's all in <laughs> negative colors, and like it? your play is Bowser." And no, none of that stuff. I didn't know, man, because I heard the same rumor. we weren't we weren't that good at coming up with ideas so everyone kind of overlapped so it kind of you know worked we all heard <laughs> and, that rumor man well mm-hmm. and i think you can jump over the flag uh, don't quote me on that but i think you can hey, you're getting me man does it no, just, I'm, stick, I'm does it just stick you back on the pole though yeah, I think it does. I think there's an invisible wall that blocks you it just now that pops I think you back on the pole. You might be able to game genie that barrier out, but it didn't do anything. If you ended up on the other side, you'd just walk around there and you had to grab the flag or you'd run out of time and die. You know, it didn't really matter. And I gotta say, you know, speaking of the minus worlds, dude, once I once I figured that out, you know, that was rumor for a long time. And once mm-hmm. somebody showed me how to do it, I would say at least for the next nine months, I would have to do it. And oh yeah, I have to show I, everybody. I never and, and, and you know, I would, I would never, I would never try to do anything but go to the minus worlds. Be like, well, I'm, you know, I never realized that it was just stupid. Yes. Well, that was the other thing was you could get to the minus world. So then suddenly everything else you heard might have been true too. Yes. What, was the, I mean? what were the with the minus worlds where you just swim around until you died? What was those? Wasn't it one where you just swim? It was like nothing but water. Um, or something, and you just time would just run out eventually. That might have been the minus world now that you Yeah, it. yeah, now that you yeah. missed it, that's right. But, was it just water, all like nothing but Get all the men on 3-1. Something, I can't Yeah. Uh, How did you do the minus this. worlds, dude? This has got me puzzled. I, I, don't, I don't remember, I don't remember um, anymore. You would, yeah, you would basically get... Swim, um, then you you would come out of the hole swimming again. You, you're right, Trees. It was the uh, water worlds. Um, but, but it was like water worlds, and you could like... There was all kinds of enemies, and they bounce around, and there was all kinds of weird stuff going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I here we go. The Minus World is a glitch level in Super Mario Brothers. Um, it is an underwater water level, exactly like two two. It cannot be finished. Nice <laughs> trees. Look at that no, pulling. He's got knowledge it. here. The way you got it. Um, the reason it was called Minus World was because the world would be minus one. Um, How do you get there? I can't, dude. I'm yeah, trying to brainstorm. Mario can get to the minus world by standing on the pipe in one two mm-hmm. that leads to the flagpole at the end of the level. Mario should move to the far left end of the pipe when ducking while facing left. That's right. Remember, you, you could fall down. into the warp pipe. It'd be like a weird yeah. sliding down. Like he'd look weird. He'd be ducking like stuck. Like That's exactly right, man. And he would slide down. Yeah. Oh well, if you guys want to see where it's at, boom, there it is in this chat. This is why you watch the trees, man. The show right. live. Bravo to you, trees, man. Yeah, I'm gonna treat yeah. myself by opening this other beer. Hey, touche, brother. I'm gonna have one too. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, but and. And just so you guys know, they did not remove that from any of the virtual console mm-hmm. releases, oh, so it is cool. there still. You know, yeah. um, so it's up. Oh, it's not in Mario All Stars though. They removed it from that. Bastards. Yeah, but you know, I you talking about this was a year when it, everybody was getting them in blue. I I honestly remember this going to childhood with my dad, specifically to buy that, and I can't remember why we were buying it. I don't know if I had saved the money or if it was my birthday. But I remember we specifically went there to get it, 
and we were looking at it and my dad was like, like, what is, is this, can you play, I remember him saying, can you play these on the Atari? Cause we had an Atari 2600 and I was like, <laughs> no, and like, he didn't get it. And I was like, no, this is like a new system. He's like, so we got to buy, you got to buy all these games again. Yeah. And I remember being, had to come to terms with yeah, that. We all I, had that, man. I honestly remember them being another couple next to us, like a, a mother and a kid, like snooty looking kid. And I remember being embarrassed that he was like, you know, arguing, you know, sort of like, you know, stalling and like, kind of like giving me a high time. I, I remember, cause they were buying one and I remember being like embarrassed about it. I'm like, <laughs> that's what old man yeah, does stuff like that. Yeah. We all have that. Just fucking bullshit. Just, just buy it old man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, like I hated that growing up. Like, it, like suddenly your parents acted like maybe there was a compelling argument that they've decided to get you this. They've told you they're gonna get it, and they're taking you to the store, and they're gonna back out. They're gonna bitch out then. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing with oh. me was my step pops, right? Like once, once I got the Nintendo, it, it was it was always gonna plague the TV and mess it up. And he's he's like, you know, you know. It, and he, you know, when my mom went there, he'd be like, "You can't play; it's gonna mess the TV up." Mm-hmm. I'm like, they, "They make it to play on the TV." He's, he's like, "Well, this is my TV. We need to get you." Yeah. And, and they bought me a little 19 inch TV. <laughs> yep. Nintendo, that was our first these kid things too. would mess your TV up. Did anybody mm-hmm. ever go uh, through anything like that? Sup, sup, yes. magnets in my TV. So just say I want to break <laughs> your TV. If you, uh, if you paused the game and walked away from it without turning it off, don't for say a long it, don't period say it. of time. What? No, that yeah. they were right. It might actually happen. Yeah. Yeah, but no, you could burn into the screen, but it took a long. Yeah, but people time. forget, man. That this was back. This was back like when cable was like new. Like some people had yeah. cable, some didn't. So you, we still had the switchers, man. You had to hook up that weird little UHF switch, VHF, the AB switch, uh, switcher on the back. You had to like mm-hmm. take the antenna off and like put these mm-hmm. old prongs in between and screw them back in with a butter oh, knife. Oh, those, yeah. Yeah, people forget the Nintendo, the original Nintendo's had an RF switch, right? You weren't well, on components. You're talking about before that, but before even the, you're thinking, there are two different types. There was the RG6 connection, which is what you have for cable now, mm-hmm. the screw-on connection, but there was an adapter that came with early Nintendos, and it was definitely with the Atari, that had the RF on so one side, t- but then it had the two prongs you would screw right. into the box, yeah, which is what you're talking about. So you had no concept of electricity, so you're like, you use a butter knife, <laughs> and you'd put that shit on, man. Yeah. And, uh, it's like two claws. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great <laughs> job. Yeah, now, that's exactly what it looked like. I, it was it was number five's hand. Am I misremembering? Was, was that the original no, had that too? The original Nintendos did, uh, for the most part, though, and definitely in '87. I know that it was did, it was an RCA on one end, a single RCA that plugs into the Nintendo, oh, and then on the other man. end, it was the gray box with the screw-on RF connection. Because yeah, I remember that, that's when the cable connection got big. Okay, because yeah, and you would you would screw your either your VCR or your cable <laughs> connection or your antenna on the bottom of the Nintendo box. Because the Atari didn't have, like, an in. You right. could also add on something else. So you had to switch them out with the Switch box, like Tree said. This was the first time you could have both hooked up. Because I remember coming home from school from leaving that shit on pause, and I'd switch it Because <laughs> you didn't have to leave it on the TV. You yeah, your parents bought the, a, the AB switch so that you could do that. You just switch it off. Because if you didn't know, if you did hook it up the way I'm talking about, where you kind of daisy chain it, mm-hmm. 
the Nintendo would always be the one closest to the TV. So when you turn on the Nintendo, it would override whatever was on yeah, there you, before. You were like, and your parents ten, would lose their fucking mind you because you turn so, off the Yankees game and got beat. You, you were <laughs> ten, so you were just using a butter knife on those things, and you were like, yeah. oh, let me lick these. I don't know if the connector. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, but see, I remember, you know, I, I did get you – know, my parents did go out and buy me a TV because they was worried it was going to mess their zenith up. So, yes, so, we had a Zenith too, man. So, so the Zenith and the Zenith cable box, you know, they had it there. But, but I do remember when they did buy me the eighteen, the nineteen inch TV for my room. I gotta say, dude, it was it was a lot better looking TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was like a Westinghouse or, or something like that. But the Zenith, dude, you know the 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 old, you know the four hundred pound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they sit on the floor. It was a piece know. of furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was actually a piece of furniture. It was, but it, it was, was last a 15 tw- inch, 20 years. 48 inch piece of wicker furniture. Yeah, yeah that's well, not match- wicker. It was, it was pure oak, actually. That's when you <laughs> matched your TV to your Atari 2600 to your stereo <laughs> to your wood paneling that you put up in the fucking dinette. <laughs> the wood, pa- <laughs> the you wood paneling on the walls, baby. But you know what? It, it's funny because, um, and this is a true story. My, my mother was smart back then because my NES, me and my brother's NES, was plugged into a light switch, right? Right. And um, oh. she, she <laughs> wouldn't. It. So and mean. I remember playing Mario Brothers, original Mario Brothers. And oh, God. No, no saves back then, people, man. This yep. is when you just played it, man. Until you play, and we were on the one of the last Bowser levels. You got to pause and, it. My mom was like, yo, dinner. And you're infinitely going through 8-4 because you don't know the perfect combination on those three paths. You get, you know, Sean's a parent, so he knows. But, you know, nowadays you go dinner, and they go, we're busy. And you go, all right, five more minutes. But back then it was like dinner, and you were like, I'm busy. And my mother would walk in and flick that switch on the wall, and it would shut the TV and the NES off. Boom. She'd be like, I told you it was dinner. And you'd be like, oh, my. It's the end of yeah. the world. Right. You would cry. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and she had a whole new fight on her hand. But it's just, yeah, it's just a game, Trees. It's just a game. But I remember that. And it was not just a game. That was also, I remember my, my mom pissing me off because she would ask me why I got, do you remember like you keep dying and you get so fucking pissed at the game? Like I didn't start throwing stuff yet, but I just yell at it. My mom would be like, why do you play that if you hate yourself so much? And you're like, shut up, mom. You don't understand. Because it was so rewarding to finally beat it. But, man, I remember getting pissed off. I don't hate myself. Especially, like, like the, the, <laughs> the mushrooms. <laughs> that that Japanese guy in my TV set. I hate him. <laughs> don't hate myself. I would guess, Matt, you, you know, I, I remember when I first got, got the Nintendo and Mario and stuff. I would wake up before school so I could play it. <laughs> yeah, it made you a more responsible adult. I, I couldn't wait to get home to play it. Yeah, and, yep. and you know, you hurried home. You, were, you got up early. The, the only addiction I've had, like since Mario, like that for me was like when Crackdown come out. You know, I, I couldn't, figure, I couldn't wait to get home to play it. Or <laughs> you know, Tomb Raider, like when Tomb Raider first come out. But I remember as a kid, yeah. dude. I mean, I would be in science class thinking, man, I can't wait to go down them pie. You know, what I mean, I mean, oh well, it took over yeah, my life. Math I mean, class, it was a nat- first- it was a natural high. Did you guys uh, did you guys steal graph paper from math class to get through Metroid? No, I never did. Oh, I, I, I never drew a map Metroid of Metroid. Mm. Yeah, eighty seven Metroid, Kid Icarus. 
Um, Castlevania was on the market. Um, I started branching out for the first time and and began my obsession with light gun shooters. Mm-hmm. I was given one game I could buy. I bypass Legend of Zelda. I buy, you know other than what came with the console. I bypass everything and get Hogan's Alley nice. for the Nintendo, nice. the earliest version of Lethal Enforcers. <laughs> and, but uh, but it's I, also looked like the arcade version, Hogan's Alley. Yeah, it really did. It did that and um, Wild Gunman. No, I mean, man, I went, I went, wor- I went more obscure than that. I bought a uh, Gumshoe, and, oh. and I was the only one. There's plenty of those fucking tickets for Gumshoe, <laughs> yeah, and I bought that game. And that was like, if you remember, it was like a, a side scroller with it. The little Gumshoe guy kept walking on his own, and you would have to shoot him with the light gun to make him jump. Yep. And you'd basically jump obstacles and collect balloons for some reason. I think, even though he's a detective, <laughs> I don't know what balloons had to do with that. But that was a hard game. That's that's the kind. That was the game where you stood in front of the TV. And just pointed that thing yes, point blank. Was. I never beat Gumshoe. If anybody ever beat Gumshoe, let me know how it ended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Kid Icarus, dude. Yeah, you, <laughs> I'll capture it for you, man. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned Kid Icarus, dude. I remember it took two years probably to beat that game. And I remember it was kind of uh, uh, you know an off and on thing, but I remember the addiction for that. The Eggplant Brothers. What was it, Medusa, that you had to fight at the end? Medusa the, was at the, the end, eye. but the Eggplant Wizard was the biggest bitch. Yes. Oh my god, I hated him. A buck. And this was before they explained stuff to you, man. We didn't even have Nintendo Power just yet. And that's that's coming up. And that's like when when uh what was it uh like uh Porky's was big then. I remember watching Porky's a lot. <laughs> like I was staying at my uncle's house because he <laughs> had Kid Icarus. This, this podcast just it's so different. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a very sordid tale. Porky's by day and Kid Icarus by night. He's, man. he's been waiting just for the Kid Icarus talk so he could transition. <laughs> but, but, but you know, I, I, yeah, dude, your show makes me reminisce so much. Absolutely, I, I absolutely love this show, dude. And I remember back then, it was always like Return of the Living Dead. It was mm-hmm. Kid Icarus, yes, and <laughs> Porky's. Por- or it was Porky's Revenge. It was the one where they went on the boat. Yes, that's Porky's Revenge. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's all right. that was big, like, big, <laughs> and video rentals, you know, like the video rentals at the farm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'll talk about that in a sec. Um, right. real quick, I want to mention Sorry, one I'm... other game, one other game came out that Christmas, and I didn't grab it because of this box art. <laughs> there you go. Here's the box art, guys. Uh, it scared me. Oh, yeah. It scared me to not it's wanting funny. to buy this game, and that was the mistake because uh, this was Mega Man. The original Mega Man really came out in '87. It's ugly. Another reverse, man. Yeah. The, uh, box this art was... would make you. <laughs> yes. Dude, that's and, the coolest uh, box art I, I, I've ever seen. Oh no, it was great. It was it like what the hell is going on there? Well, one of the... It looks like a bad acid trip. Well, the last um, one of the last Mega Man collections, something. Can't you? Was it, is there a game where you can unlock that box art character to play with? Uh, I don't know. Look it up, Fred. Uh, I will. Yeah, um, one of real the last, quick. Uh, yeah, one of them. You can. I think they actually included that odd. Well, yeah. Here's for the flip side. Look what the Famicom one was. Click on that. Look, the Famicom one sells a much better tale. Yeah, there you go. Rock me. That's a, <laughs> yeah. That's what you want. He's in a quarry that's, with a bunch of rocks, and it makes sense. Yeah. Well, it, well, because he was Rockman. Originally, he's Mega Man in America, but in in Japan, he's Rockman. Uh, so up against Gutsman is Rockman. So what year are we in right now? Eighty six. Eighty seven. We're at the end of eighty seven. So one thing I've learned about nineteen eighty seven, especially from Sean, <laughs> okay. Porky's Revenge, lesser of the Porky's movies. 
That's it. Not it. It's on a boat. It's on a boat, and no one's dick gets grabbed through a high school shower. Yeah, Miss Ballbreaker. Do you guys remember? <laughs> was you guys fans that like that and Return of the Living Dead during that year? Return of the Living Dead is amazing. And Sean, I don't know if you follow this that much, but that movie took forever to get to DVD, and I waited forever for it. It was. It was. It, but it was always at like the local. You know, everybody rented movies back then. Like if you went into a, like oh, a yeah, local VHS, pharmacy, they, they, was, they would they would have yeah. a section in the corner where they rented. That was back when VHSs were uh, ninety nine bucks. If you messed a v, VHS yep. up, dude, it was a hundred bucks, bucks easy. That was the cheapest. Yeah, because it was the it was the rental license. Mm. Uh, game. Not every movie came out. You couldn't just buy a movie no. and have it at home. You had to rent it. Um, and Sean, if you remember. Return of the Living Dead. Do you remember the box art? It was the the three like um, punk rock zombies. Yeah, yeah. Spray painted the wall. Here. You know what? Yeah. I, I, I'll admit this. Uh, it looked like the Sex Pistols hanging out in zombie Re- form. Return of the Living Dead terrified me, and I, I see it now, and I see that it's, it's more of a comedy when I see it now. But when I was that age, that slimy zombie in the basement in that container. Yeah. yeah. Like the one that. It, yeah. It, the, the weird one. It horrified me to no end when I was it, whatever age I was, and it that that movie freaked me out. I would never watch it because of that one zombie. Like that thing. What horrified I, me was man. the the zombie with tits. <laughs> like remember the naked chick yeah, walking around? Yeah, she with had the, those weird rubber tits. The, oh, it the, freaked the, me she out. She had the red hair, like Grace, a white Grace Jones. If she was around today, she'd work for Suicide Girls. Trees. <laughs> let, let, let me say, you know, as everybody knows knows me, they know we're pretty liberal about stuff like that. My kids love The Walking Dead. You know, we watch tons of horror stuff. I put in Return of the Living Dead not long ago. My son, it, it I had to turn it off, dude. It's you know, the, the, the tar zombie, the tar yeah, zombie, the tar whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he when was... we, yeah, you can buy that figure, but, but he was like voted one of the scariest and most iconic zombies of all time. Uh, so I'm not a oh, And you know, for good reason. That's good. Yeah, and... And it, and it was more like a bodysuit. But you remember when he, he bit that guy with the mohawk on no, the head and like, Brian, killed him like an orange, man. It's horrible. Anyways. The Tar Zombie dude is, is, is for real, the, one of the most iconic zombies that, that's ever been. Well, well you know. He's, dude, he, it terrified my kids, dude. Even today, it, it made tw- 25 years ago, dude. It's still ter- – they could not watch it. And they're yeah. the the biggest diehard Walking Dead fans. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, just real quick, um, TC has found out uh, it's Street Fighter X Tekken. There you go. That's uh, that's got the old Mega Man box art and trees. I you know I bought that 25th anniversary uh, Street Fighter collection. Yeah. And I've not opened the uh, the combo disc that has um, <laughs> that has uh, Street Fighter X Tekken and uh, Street Fighter Super Street Fighter Four Arcade oh. Edition. And now I absolutely need to. Uh, well, you know, uh, on um, Easy Mode Unlocked, we just had an unboxing video last week from Yummy Flaquito, and he, yeah. well, he bought it too. So they must be laying around on floors at those Street Fighter. But well, oh, um, I want one. He may have jumped too because uh, Amazon had it for a hundred bucks. Yeah, um, I bought mine from a secondhand store that bought it from a, a Best Buy that was closing for. <laughs> they sold it to me for seventy five, but. Um, yeah. And you know, I and I I just downloaded um, Street Fighter Four Arcade on PS Plus for yes. free, so maybe we'll have to have another night. Well, now I've got all the DLC, so I can actually see. Um, see now I can actually see the the crazy version of Dan you're playing against me. My boxing gear. Yeah. Yeah, Dan's awesome. <laughs> but uh, all right, well, 
Back to uh, all right. Three years in, it's only been yeah. an hour. Let's go. Dude, as many shows um, as this takes, dude. Like I said, don't rush it. Yeah, this, we'll this we'll keep excellent. this we'll keep this going. This is this is working out great. But yeah, so tons of games are out on the market. Um, I do believe. No, I think Metal Gear is actually next year. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight is another big year mm-hmm. um, for uh, um, for uh, for Nintendo. I I can't verify with uh, with Metal Gear, but I'm ninety-nine percent certain um, that Metal Gear came out in eighty-eight uh, on on Nintendo. But obviously, Legend of Zelda came out. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also in arcades. And I know this because there's a Pizza Hut by me. And if you had a Pizza Hut by you, you got Uh-oh, this arcade. Making it great. Fucking Operation Wolf. Yes. Huh? Terrible. Tight. Operation Wolf. Taito. Do you remember that, that Taito? sound? Taito. Taito. Taito, yeah. Mm-hmm. With that. Operation Wolf. With the Uzi. Yes. And you see. It was kind of a light gun shooter. Kind of. Mowing down And you could never reach it. Yeah. Terrible. Um. Real quick, and, and this doesn't really matter, matter much, but Nintendo takes on Blockbuster for buying Nintendo games and renting them out. Uh, for those that don't know, that is illegal in Japan. You cannot rent video games. No. Still today? In America, yeah, still today. Uh, but you can rent CDs. That's why there are... Um, it's really hard to find CDs used, whereas here you can find them very easily. And over there, that's why there are tons of used games, because everyone had to buy their games. Um... And uh, but but Nintendo does get Blockbuster back by suing them for photocopying NES manuals that were stolen, <laughs> um, and that's when companies started sprouting up that uh, typed up those god awful uh, built into the plastic instruction manuals that were on the boxes of all the games you rented at, at like grocery stores. You remember those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was but, like, but do you ever recall? Press B button to jump in Mega Man. Do you ever what? recall getting home and, and there there is no directions in it? And it was like the end of the world. I mean. It really was. I, because I don't instruction read manuals any were fun. I don't read any directions anymore. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, well, you just kind of play the game anymore. and they have tutorials. <laughs> but back then you had to. Yeah. You had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, this was this was like, do you remember in Mario? In Super Mario Brothers 1. And just think about it, like the difference between kids today and kids before. In Mario 1, you would be walking through. Do you remember in 8-4, you'd walk through, and if you'd have three choices, top, middle, or bottom. And if you picked the wrong one, it would go and like <laughs> rotate the level over again. Today's kids would lose their fucking mind over that. They'd be like, what? What are you talking about? You know? And like Zelda, you just got dropped in this world. You didn't even have a weapon. You had to go find it. If you didn't know to go in that cave right in the beginning, you'd never have a weapon. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. Gold cartridge. Yes. Big deal. Bright gold cartridge. 1987, baby. And that was the first game. The big deal with that game was it had a, um, it would, didn't save like you could save. Like it had a few save slots. It was the first game with like a battery pack in it. Battery backup. And yes. that's the thing is like, I guess like what a few years ago hit the, uh, it hit the point where those, I guess those were all, dying out the expiration for those nes battery packs yes yes i've had to open up uh, uh a couple of them and um you just have to put in a new cr 2032 mm. but I, there's some soldering i think involved so yeah i don't remember it depends on the game but uh yeah those battery backups don't always work um and if you guys don't know um legend of zelda um or i think it's zelda no densetsu came out in japan um on the Famicom disk system um, and had, like, saving. But then when they moved it to cartridge, 
I think it was, uh, maybe this wasn't the right game, but some of those games had really long passwords. And in 86, Dragon Warrior came out in Japan, and you couldn't save in that, whereas in America, ours saved. And uh, you'd have to remember 64 character passwords with no backspace. <laughs> mm. Have you guys ever played the original Bomberman? <sighs> There's 16 character passwords, and you can't backspace. So if you screw up, you have to restart the game. <laughs> <laughs> Reset the game. That is crazy. Start over again. I know it's great, but um, but all right. Well, we'll move on to 1988, a banner year for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, um, but 1988 was uh, Nintendo was in full effect. Nintendo fever was crazy. Nintendo um, gets rid of the Nintendo Fun Club, which you only got if you filled out a registration card. Do you remember doing that? I remember sent away your registration cards for your warranty. I remember you know, seeing them. I never did. Mm. Yep. Your parents had to deal with the fact that this was when parents started getting pissed off because shit games were coming on the market and you go try to return it because your kid hated it and they tell you you can't return games. Nintendo is responsible for passing that law because in the Atari days you could return games. Mm-hmm. Man. In, in the Nintendo days, Nintendo got the federal government to make a ruling on it to decide. And when they made the ruling, the ruling was once you'd opened a piece of software, you had broken the end license user agreement and therefore it was yours. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I so. can't tell you how many times my my mom or my uncle would argue with God Action Video to to be like, you know, this is useless. You know, it's not worth the seven dollar night rental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and that's uh, just renting it. Yeah. Imagine the fucking forty dollar, fifty dollar purchase. And mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, once the Action Videos and Blockbuster started renting games, we, that that basically that's all we would do. But I remember it was like. It was expensive. Yeah, we, we, yes, like we would was. rent it and keep it several nights, but you know that had paid for half of it at least. Well, I know for someone who I worked in a department store when I was like a teenager in high school, mm-hmm. and that was around 1990 maybe. So I know for a fact, like, yeah, you couldn't return them. You couldn't just be like, I'm returning this. So you would have to say it was busted. Yeah. And they didn't get hit. Yeah, to they that got hit to that by on. the 16-bit era, and they only replaced it with the same card. Right, but before that, you just had to say it was busted. So, yeah. So I remember doing the returns right at the end of the night. You'd go in the back room, get all the returns that came through the customer service today, and it'd be filled with all these cartridges with broken tags yeah. on them, but they weren't broken. And I remember, yeah. so people would like take them home. You try to send them back to the manufacturer, well, and they get all pissed off. Normally, you would, but we wouldn't. We would just take them. <laughs> and, oh, there you go. You take them home. Because we knew, because, yeah. yeah, they were basically going to be just junk, you know. Or at least that's yeah. what we told ourselves <laughs> to justify it. <laughs> but they were all terrible. Obviously, people were turning terrible games. So you, you'd get, like, caveman racing and all this horrible stuff. You're like, no wonder why they said this shit was No wonder why they said this was broken. This is shit. You take it back and throw it away. <laughs> I brought it back. I brought back stolen property. This is broken. <laughs> I don't like this. I stole this, yeah. and this is not working out for me, man. It's not worth stealing. I'm not proud of what I did, but uh, this is shit. <laughs> um, real quick, Tiger Claw's asking if we talked about the Nintendo seal of approval. We kind of touched on it, but I'll, I'll, I'll mention it real quick. Basically, Nintendo didn't want the crash to happen again, so it required you to license your games. <clears throat> and it would review your games and approve them for release, and each company was only allowed five games per year, which is why Konami made Ultra and um, 
a claim made LJN so they could release 10 games a year. And some of Konami's biggest franchises like Metal Gear and the Ninja Turtle games were under the Ultra label. Um, and the Nintendo seal of approval meant you had an officially licensed game by Nintendo for quality approval. Uh-huh. And that's debatable whether they were quality games, yeah. but at least they they did some sort of yeah. check on them. <laughs> so it was always the Nintendo seal. You knew you got something good with that There's seal. There's some cat with that seal, and they just blew in it and made sure it worked. They put the seal on <laughs> because I played well, what's even funnier, shit games, man. Well, what's even funnier that people didn't talk about was Nintendo would stop you from being able to stock games if you dared hold unlicensed carts like the Tengen games um, later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of early Tengen games that were licensed by Nintendo, but when they started making the black carts mm-hmm. that uh, were not approved, uh, t- holding Tengen games and later on Color Dreams games would get your ass on the ban list for Nintendo so fast about, um, that retailers didn't dare try it. What about the EA games? What was EA is Sega. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm, I we'll, remember EA had those weird... Yeah, we'll get to those, and I'll talk about the yellow tab. Yeah, the yellow <laughs> tab, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, but uh, 88, huge year for several reasons. Um, uh, a lot of people think Mega Man 2 came out. Your memory is is deceiving you. Mega Man 2 won't be for, for another year. <laughs> um, but obviously, Nintendo Power starts. And if you guys remember, Nintendo Power uh, came out uh, in July, but I think we got it in early June or something. I remember my library got it, and it had that. It had the two biggest things that, at least, I wanted, which was a preview of Super Mario Brothers Two. Mm-hmm. Mario Two was coming out in Christmas, and it also had um, the the map. You know, like the Playboy mm-hmm. map or the Playboy poster, but it had the whole map of Zelda. Zelda. And on the other side was the second quest, I think. Showed you where everything was. The first Nintendo Power was funny because it was almost like a fanzine. It was almost like a pamphlet. Yes, claymation. It, it was, it, well, because it was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was like, the Fun Club News it, adapted to a magazine. Exactly. Now. It was It was super like nothing to it, you know? And Nintendo wrote it. So when they reviewed games, it was fucking laughable because they're reviewing themselves. Eleven! But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. It was fucking Eleven. amazing. But you gotta admit, dude, back with Zelda and then, then you got the map, dude, there was more planned out about where you had been and where you were wanting to go. There was probably mm-hmm. more planning in that than the whole Iraqi war, dude. I mean, I remember Zelda. <laughs> Zelda was there's huge. A, there's a quote. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the quote of the day, man. That's awesome. Um, but you're right. No, you're right. And, and you know what? They were so smart, too. <laughs> because. Uh, more planned out than the Iraqi war. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, you, was you a big fan of Zelda trees? I mean, it, I, what, I was. It, I, I used to skip huge Zelda. I would to cover fake, my life. I would fake being sick so I could stay home and play it. I remember. But see, well, that was the first game that took you like tens of hours to beat. Yes, a long time. Or at least me. Yeah, because you would be like, I'm dropping a bomb on every inch of this wall. Yeah, and th- remember that was part of it. <laughs> that was something no kid today would deal with, bombing every wall. There wasn't even a crack. Remember, sometimes there was a crack, but there wasn't always a crack. I need a visor now so I can see the weak spots in the wall. <laughs> but Nintendo and, um, Power would give you hope. <laughs> yes, yes, they would. They really would. Remember in the fake people <laughs> writing right. in in the first episode? Like, no one knew that the issue was coming out, but somehow they had letters from yeah, people. Nintendo Power <laughs> would give you hope. Uh, like, they, granted, they may have been Fun Club letters because the Fun Club had been out for like a year. But Power gi- um, giving you hope. Unlike the Iraqi war. Fucking <laughs> 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 give it hope. Dude, I mean, I mean you're, you're talking 12 months of planning, dude, to get halfway through the game for me. Oh, yeah, and they knew what they were doing. Well, and the other thing I was going to mention was, uh, 
Um, big year for um, kind of uh, some of the some of the largest uh, franchise changes and and establishments that we knew of. So first of all, Nintendo Power is being extremely smart. Um, because Mario 2 was different than the Mario 2 that we got, uh, that they got in Japan. Um, here's a link to kind of my explanation of it, but basically it was known as, uh, UJ Kome Doki Doki Panic in Japan. It was like an Arabian licensed anime game, <laughs> but it was a weird game. Do you remember this? Cause Bowser wasn't the boss and, and it was, you could play as all four characters, yeah, pulled, Toad, Princess, pulling, Mario, Luigi. Pulling vegetables off the ground and stuff. Was yeah, and you were riding on stuff. And so that was interesting. And so Mario 2 was coming out. And then Zelda 1 being in that issue, the the map, was also not a mistake. Because that year Zelda 2 came out. And um, a lot of people talk about this, so I'm not going to harp on it. But we didn't know there were release dates, guys. Like Nintendo Power would just say, check it out in your store. And then I think it was sometime in early December they released um, Zelda 2. And, I mean, this shit just showed up in stores. Mm -hmm. And you either knew or you didn't. You know what I mean? Occasionally I hear that if you were a little older and people knew you were the resident gamer and you knew, like, a mom-and-pop store or something, they would hold it for you. But other than that, you were shit out of luck. Either mom knew to jump on it or she didn't. Mm -hmm. And this was also um, a couple other games that came out, just to to mention them. Uh, Metal Gear does come out. Um, on Nintendo, and uh, um, what was the other big one? There was a there was another big one that came out. Oh, how can I forget? All you uh, Sega Master System fans, uh, very pleased to find out that Fantasy Star comes out. Huge game, mm-hmm. an RPG of epic proportions. That while it it wasn't one of the first in Japan, they already had Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy, but we didn't in America. So in America, it was the only way to play like these huge RPGs, JRPGs. And so technically Sega got it first, according to us. You know what I mean? So that was a huge year for those that had the Master System and enjoyed it. Um, but there was a chip shortage that year. Oh, Contra also came out, I should point out. Um, there was a chip shortage that year. Um, and Nintendo wasn't even able to make its own games hit stores. So if you remember, Mario 2 and Zelda 2 especially were, like, impossible to find, and every kid wanted mm-hmm. it. Every I was, kid. I was, uh, I was saying in the live chat earlier that I have a copy of um, Metal Gear, the NES is sitting in my little case over here, but I've never played it. Like, I've never played yeah. that version of Metal Gear for the NES. I never had it. I have it now, but I don't have an NES to play it on. <laughs> so I just have the cartridge like sitting sitting here. So, you know. So is that also when Madden was introduced? When was when um, was Madden? Apple 2 for the Apple. Madden was on the Apple 2, but it wasn't uh it was called John Madden Football, but that was because Electronic Arts wanted to keep to PCs. Um I think it was a lot more valid um in 1993 which we'll obviously get to right. when uh when madden comes out on on genesis mm-hmm. and super nintendo and stuff but uh um but yeah the uh the biggest thing there um and this is kind of one of my christmas stories was i wanted both that year i'd only had my nintendo for a year and here i was getting the new zelda and the new mario back to back now obviously we knew about mario zelda kind of came out of left field and ironically, both games were very different. Do you remember that? Yeah. Mario 2 it was just the way... Mario 2 is very different from Mario 1, and Zelda 2 was extremely different from Zelda 1. Yeah, I, I got to say Mario 2 is probably my favorite of all time. And in stark contrast, Mario 2 was super easy compared to Mario 1 and 3. Zelda 2, fucking impossible. <laughs> Only recently beat that game. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, <laughs> but, uh, 30 years to, to but, be. Well, and this is when I knew my dad was cool. Um, I asked for Mario 2, and then I found out about Zelda 2, and I was like, oh my god, actually, I want Zelda 2. And, like, I remember it was, like, impossible to find everywhere. See, the Iraq War lasts, what, a month? <laughs> <laughs> See? See? <laughs> and uh, I remember talking to my mom, and, you know, you had to be kind of nice to your parents, even though, like, you didn't want to be. And I remember saying to my mom, I was like, I really want Zelda 2, actually. Like, that's the one I really want. And I remember hearing my mom, like, one night talking to my dad and being like, I can't find this game. I've gone looking everywhere. I went to service merchandise, Sears, because Sears used to be where you got a lot of games. Best. Went to Toys R Us, KB mm-hmm. Toys. I couldn't find any. I couldn't find it anywhere. They say they had it for a day and it's gone. And I felt really guilty. So I remember going up to my mom and I was like, you know what, mom? It's okay. Like, I just want a game. If it's Mario 2, if it's Zelda 2, I don't care. But, you know, you'd be very careful. You'd get the Sears catalog with the wish list. Yeah. And I would highlight the ones I wanted and give them to my mom. You know, because you didn't want her to fuck up and get you something horrible like Blaster <laughs> Master. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, but, you know... Um, so I, so I, I was like, you know, I really don't care which one because I knew for a fact she probably had grabbed Mario Two and you know this and that. And I remember hearing that Mario Two was not in stores anymore. So I was like, Jesus, I don't want her to return that and then be stuck with no games. Um, and it was all selfishness. Like I just wanted to make sure I got it. And uh, my birthday's on January sixth, so I remember going, well, maybe I'll get lucky and they can find it between Christmas and my birthday. And I remember getting. Um, there was one Nintendo box, you know, and you always knew the Nintendo box <laughs> under the tree, like that looked like the Nintendo. Yeah, they game. would never try to um, disguise it, would they? No. Well, no, and it was as, like I remember one <laughs> mom that was a bitch, like put it in a shoebox or something yeah. to screw her kid That's over. What we but, yeah, <laughs> no, it was awesome. But the kids always got pissed because you never knew if you were Back, getting a Nintendo. Backtracking. Game. Remember that bitch that used to do that? <laughs> no, but that's cool now, Sean. If you do it, open mouth, insert foot. Um, but. Uh, well, no, because I'm totally going to do that to my daughter. But, you know, like this is as pivotal as like putting a DVD box under the tree right mm-hmm. now or an Xbox game. Like, the kid knows what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so you do have to hide it, Sean. I agree yeah, with but, you. Like, but see, usually we could do that because it, it was like DVDs. He, he, you know, they, they'd be like, is it Xbox or DVD? But see, we buy Blu-rays now. So now they're like, ah, oh, game. But dude, or a PS3 game. Everything. Yeah. Now see, that would be well, the but, ultimate, man. If you buy, you get like a Wii U box and then put a Wii game in it, <laughs> pack that shit up. There you go. <laughs> you see, I don't know how many well, Christmases, dude, I had spoiled because I peaked. And, and well, that was the thing. I used to razor blade the games open and play mm-hmm. them in advance. And if I didn't know it was a Nintendo game, that that ruined that plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this was before I got hip to that. So there was one box under the tree, and I knew it was a Nintendo game, and I didn't know what it was. And I remember waiting till the end. I was the kid who ate the marshmallows last in the fucking Lucky Charms. Um, so I waited till the end of all my gifts, and you know I opened all the sweaters and crap like that. And I um, I opened this up, and it was Mario Two. And I kind of knew that was coming. And I was like, oh, thank you, you know. Da, 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 da. And I go into my room to go start playing it because that was the next thing you did, right? Screw the family. I'm going to play <laughs> Nintendo games. And I remember opening Mario 2 and I read the manual. I'm reading through the manual and hearing about this crazy fever dream that Mario's having. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and my dad, and my dad goes, Hey, uh, you know, Fred, can you come in here? And he goes, Hey, you know what? I was looking at the tree and there's one more box you know under the tree and i don't Ralphie. I, you know i think it's for you <laughs> yeah he totally ralphied me but i hadn't seen the movie yet uh, um and i look and it's very clearly a nintendo game I'm like holy shit this is either blaster master or something i really want and um 
I don't know why I'm picking on Blaster Master today, but uh, and so I go and I I open it up, and it was Zelda two, and I remember Shring. like seriously, heart jumped into throat mm-hmm. and lost my mind, and then I played the game, <laughs> but uh, you're the best parents the time, ever, like, Dad. Ever. Like I had to. Well, that was the worst part because I had to hide the fact that like Zelda two sucked, like or like I thought it did because it was so hard. And remember, like nothing made sense in that game because it was translated by like a group of like people who didn't know <laughs> Japanese, let alone English. <laughs> so like you'd walk in, the guy'd be like, "I am error." And you'd be like, it's what? Like they put in a different language. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the other thing that came out this year was uh, Nintendo bought the rights to the Power Pack. Hmm. And so uh, um, it won't be until 89, but Nintendo would release world-class track meet and all that fun shit. And holy um, cow. Can't wait to get to that. Yeah, I guess we should do at least 89, right? And maybe 90. <laughs> the f- yeah. Yeah, 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 we I'm going to try to limit this. We're, we're right at an hour 22, but I guess I'll go a little long for this. Cause this <clears> is I'm having a blast, uh, dude. I really, really am. <laughs> But uh, do you guys remember anything else from 88? Because 89 is a fucking huge year. Yeah, listen, man. The 80s are, in most of the early 90s, are a blur <laughs> it's just one me. thing. It just streams All right, and, yeah, Here on Wiki, it says notable releases. Altered Altered Beast. Sega. In 88? Yeah, maybe Wiki. Well, you got to be careful with that, Wiki. Um, it's Japan. This is just something right? I know. Japan. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Japan. Yeah. yeah, that's why. And so, we'll, But we'll talk about Altered Beast right now. So if we want to, we'll jump into 89. Go to 89. 89. Right, 89. Huge game for PC gamers, portable gamers, and console gamers, and here's why. So Nintendo's still hitting strong. Um, 89 would be the year you'd get the wizard. <laughs> and we'd learn about Lucas and the Power Glove and how it's so bad, and the Power Glove would come out. You remember watching that shit, and you wizard. thought that it was like something it wasn't? Fred Savage was This guy playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and fucking punching, and it never did that? Dude, it was futuristic, um, man. Once again... Nintendo brought the future to in my hands, which I never got the glove, dude. Yeah, I was never fortunate. No, enough. it it was it was oh, it's horrible, man. Oh, I still want that. I thing. recently almost picked one up at a retro game show, and I was like, I I can't do this. <laughs> um, this would also be uh, the year, like I said, the the Nintendo bundle would get extended to have the power pad, and it would have the triple cart with world class track meet, um, Duck Hunt, hey, and uh, Super Mario. You got to give it up to Nintendo, though. They don't give up on stuff. The power no, pad no. is now what we fit, right? No, it was Dance Dance Revolution before Dance Dance Revolution. But yes, the power yes, pad. Yes, but that's is what I mean, though. It's like they they have, they don't let that go. They're like, look, stand no, on this shit. No. You stand on this grip two years on ago. It. Stand on it now. <laughs> they grip on it and they just go. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to stand on this. <laughs> yeah, but oh yeah, T- TC is also talking about this, and I, I did forget about this. Uh, was the old lady who would restore your health, and the young woman who would rest- or the old lady restored your magic, the young woman restored your your health, and in both cases, they kind of implied you fucked the girl. Yeah, nice. That's <laughs> yeah, how you remember magic. That? I remember that as a kid. She was like, slip into here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She'd get you into her this, into her house. This yeah. shit is, and we all let yeah, it go. This shit's magic. <laughs> old whores yeah get up in here old it's magic it's that's magic <laughs> that's how the whole Milf uh, revolution started nintendo <laughs> license yeah. tag <laughs> it's got right. a nintendo store above it that's right milk um we have yeah go on also for Nintendo, because Nintendo's not really the the big trendsetter this year, but Nintendo would get a lot of very cool stuff. Um, Tetris would come out um, on Nintendo, mm-hmm. um, and also on another console. We'll talk about in a sec. 
Um, Dragon Warrior would hit, which would bring Dragon Quest over to America. It was the first time we really got like these long console RPGs other than Fantasy Star. And if you guys remember, that was the year you begged your parents for Nintendo Power because if you subscribed to Nintendo Power by December 18th, for 1999, you got Dragon Warrior for nice. free. Seven, nice. So that was a big deal. Um, the other one was uh, uh, what would come out? Mega Man Two would come out. So that was a huge release. I remember that game. That was when I got into Mega Man, and it was awesome. Mm. Um, so lots of shit coming. And this was the first time we went into the holiday season being excited about something that hadn't come out yet. Do you remember Mario 3 was going to come out next summer, and the wizard got us hyped for that? Yes. Um, Fred Savage. Yes, the big, Fred Savage the big commercial. It, yeah. This is also um, – that movie was the reason I learned that Ninja Gaiden wasn't called Ninja Gaiden. It was Ninja Gaiden. Do you remember that? That taught me Gaiden. that. No, yeah, I called it for years. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. <laughs> So, I did. I it was Ninja Game. Thing, thing, go ahead. I was gonna say, going back to the, the Wizard. The only thing I yeah. remember that movie doing for gamers is, is, is making people think all gamers are autistic. <laughs> it was Rain Man. I mean, that was what the plot was. It was. Oh, it was also famous. The lead singer of Rilo Kylie is, uh, <laughs> is is known for saying he touched my breast. And do you remember this? You just got kicked out of a casino. Like child molestation was something that happened so commonly in reno that it was like acceptable like it was just like frowned mm-hmm. upon you know and this girl like uses this lie continuous times do you remember the truckers so you touched her breast huh okay we'll kick your ass and we're even you know molestation and yeah. years on the therapy cash registers totally excused by beating your ass <laughs> <laughs> uh. um i think ninja turtles came out yeah. this year too and it was oh. uh it was the first ninja turtle video game games. and it wasn't uh no actually that was 90 i'm sorry i take that back um, on PCs, some big stuff going on too. So if you guys had a PC, this was when you started getting your 386s, your 486s, and your 586s. Um, got Windows 3.1 with Minesweeper, huh? Huh? Minesweeper. I was playing Minesweeper on my phone the other day. Fuck yeah! That's how messed up I am in life. Yeah. I still like Minesweeper. Love Minesweeper. Um, <laughs> SimCity comes mm-hmm. out. Big deal. Yeah. Prince of Persia comes out. Revolution. I don't, I don't Probably recall had to have a 586 that. for that one. Yeah. Yeah, you, that was a timed game, man. That was timed and a bitch. That, that was revolutionary, man, Prince of Persia. Because it had that yes, it was. sort of that motion capture look to those guys. Like the, mm-hmm. you know. they they The sprites had like full-blown like animation. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, it was... And, and guys would react. Do you remember how like they would jump back, they'd reel back and then fight forward? And there was yeah, there was parrying well, it was, and all um, kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, it was the it was one of the first games where it was almost like you can you can fast forward all the way to like something like Dark Souls being like you know spawned from that where it's like you had the time when you wanted to start your animation like it's it you know what I mean like it's an animation game man you gotta you gotta know when to start your swings and stuff yeah <laughs> yes you did you know. It it was it's not it was, a button uh, masher, it was, man. It was a first, you know what it was. It was Dark Souls before Dark Souls ever. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's like you know, yeah. it it started that shit where it wasn't like button mashing, man. Where like one on one, like you hit the button, you hit something. It's like you had to like time stuff out, man. Wait, wait yeah. for the animation, you know? Yeah, you did. You really did. Well, and I remember also this was the year that um, that video games really, really picked up and there were guys on the market there were multiple guys on the market and this is uh we see a ton of consoles released this year and this was when kids went nuts and parents like lost their fucking minds because they had to 
Um, they had all these different things on the market that were super expensive. So first of all, um, the uh, we'll, we'll talk about the most popular console first. The Lynx comes out. Classic. <laughs> the Atari Lynx uh, premiered. I forgot what, what price it was, so I'll look that up real quick. But I think it was like 150 bucks. And remember, it was a full uh, color gaming console. Again, like the Game mm-hmm. Gear. Um, the Lynx was cool, this, man. Uh, the Lynx wasn't... Lynx was for- the Lynx, then. yeah, the Lynx was cool in 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 theory, but it was really expensive. Man. It was ugly, and it was it was kind of ugly. It had this huge screen. It was huge. It w- you could bludgeon anybody with well, it. Well, there was more plastic than screen. <laughs> yes, yes, there really. It was like your Zenith TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was, um, and, and do you remember it was a battery eater? It was a hardcore it, battery the, eater. The Lynx 2 is nice. The Lynx 2, when that came The Lynx 2 but is, but the, the Lynx, Lynx 2. And, and it was 200 bucks at launch. Yeah. In 1989. 200 freaking dollars. Eight, six AA batteries in less than two mm-hmm. hours. Holy cow. Yeah. That's like, uh, and, uh, and, and Derek H has his links with him, <laughs> which the links is one of those portable consoles now that I totally need to, to get I've my hands on. That. There's a guy trees. There's a guy by me has a pristine one with the AC adapter and six games and he wants forty nine ninety nine for it. Yeah. I'm so damn tempted. But for people listening now, it's like over on easy mode unlock. Like I've decided I wanted to collect all these retro handhelds and, uh, Yes, and I'm and he's got it's it's spreading because he's gotten to me. I'm yeah. I'm all over the Neo Geo pocket. Yo, I have my my Crystal Wonder Swan color with the Final Fantasy edition, and I have my old game, my original Game Boy that's mint, except for like it's been sitting in a warehouse too long, so some of the vertical lines are gone. I got to fix. But I've been totally looking at you know my Game Gear busted, so that upsets me because I have to go refine that. But yeah, I've been looking at Atari yeah. Lynx as myself and uh. I don't think I'm going for the original Atari Lynx. I think I'll go for the Atari Lynx. No, Lynx oh, yeah. 2. Yeah, this is a Lynx 2. I should point out this is a Lynx I 2. I debated getting both um, of them because if you're going to go on a collection journey. Uh, there's there's you, something wrong you with you, man. No, no. Well, and staying on our trend, um, coming in second place as uh, second most popular uh, console, um, the TurboGrafx-16 comes out in America. But no one knows about this yet. It's not on clearance yet, so no one knows about it. But uh, it, it came out for 200 bucks. came with Keith Courage in Alpha Zone. Another underrated system? Yes, it is. I have that, and I'm all over mm-hmm. it. See, Derek H., it's, it, I, I agree. I, I need to go pick it up. God damn it. Anyway, um, my finances aside, um, so... <laughs> I just bought a, a huge pack, thanks to Giant Bombs cast, nice. a huge pack of Famicom yeah. and Super Famicom nice. games. And you know they're going to be half like sports and, 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 and Mahjong games. But anyway, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so the TurboGrafx-16 comes out. But again, you won't really see it at this time. It'll be like a small shelf in the corner of Toys mm-hmm. R Us, and you'll totally ignore it. And you'll ignore it for a couple reasons. One... The big console that everyone bought, thanks to Tetris, was the Nintendo Game Boy comes you out. You know, and it's only ninety bucks, and it lasts like twenty hours on two doubles. Yeah, you know, I, I saw one of these not long ago. I, I mean, you guys probably have one, but mm-hmm. uh, we were staying at Disney Pop Century Resort, and, and there is it's based on like history of stuff, and in the the history of this year. They had the Game Boy original, dude. I could, I could not believe how huge it was. Yeah, I was just gonna say that it's a lot it's bigger a than your monster. Remember, 
Oh, no, yeah, it's, I mean, you, you sit there and you wonder, like, it's one of the few things, you remember how, like, if you look at stuff now as an adult, that you remember as a kid, mm-hmm. everything kind of, like, shifts to being much smaller than you remember, except for the Game Boy. That thing must have been fucking gargantuan in my hands. Mm-hmm. And yet, I remember it being smaller than what I, what I go grab out of my closet now. Yeah, I for me, oh, go, well, I, I was, I was just gonna say, for me, it was, I don't know if I had more of a Game Boy or more of a Tetris machine. Because, mm-hmm. man, I played a lot of that Tetris. Was all, what, that's, you weren't alone. It was like Wii Sports. It was all we played. We got it, Tetris with it, and that was it. Yep. Your goal was just to launch that space shuttle. I mean, launch that space shuttle. When you played Tetris, <laughs> if you remember, like, after so many levels, it would show spaceships taking off, like little cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And uh, last one yeah. you get was yeah, the I space shuttle. That. I was like, they, they all, that was a big deal, but... Well, didn't it was they in adjust it? Just didn't they adjust the song or something? No, I think that was a Nintendo version. I, you know, it's funny because um, again now, like I have my Game Boy that I just dug up, you know, and I was looking at it like, yeah, this thing, the same thing, John. I was like, this thing's huge, man. But I remember always having it, right? So in high school, I used to go. I, I went to a vocational school. That's that's why I can read like a second grader, and. <laughs> it was like we would go on job sites, and I remember playing Tetris sitting like in the corner on lunch break playing it. But I also had it years later because when I worked at the department store, I remember playing Castlevania on break. And I can't – On the Game Boy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a horrible fucking yeah, game. The Castlevania blur. Adventure? blur. Oh. And I can't I – can't, I thinking back, I just – the only game I couldn't beat the first yeah. boss of when I was – So kid. I must have been at least like uh, 17 or 18 – playing that in the yeah. you know work and i can't remember for the life of me why i couldn't get laid back then it's <laughs> my mind why i just wasn't popular with the ladies well, sit right from with that giant game boy well and, and do you guys remember um like especially about game tape. boys <laughs> look at this ladies desirable yeah <laughs> well but you know what though trees like businessmen were playing this shit chicks were playing this like well, everyone my edge. mom was okay. fucking stealing my game boy well, to well, play let me, a let me Tetris on for this. a second a businessman playing a game boy is a lot different than a stock like calendars <laughs> at 17 playing a game boy. <laughs> fair enough let's not uh let's not get crazy here <laughs> but um but the the other thing was the reason I think we all went back to Tetris too was do you remember how nobody knew how to program for this console? Do you remember Nintendo uh, Ninja Turtles Fall of the Foot Clan where the turtle took up ninety nine percent of the real estate, so <laughs> to walk was to walk into an enemy and die. <laughs> Metroid Two was like this too. Oh my god! Everyone talks about how great Metroid Two is. That game's fucking unplayable. Yeah. Like, the only one that got it right was Mario. And do you remember how batshit insane the Mario Land game was? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Mario's in a sub. What at all? He's in, he's in the Egypt. Yeah, I mean, we didn't question it back then, right? You never questioned right, it. No. Fuck yeah, Mario's in Egypt. Fuck yeah, the Sphinx is his I love, enemy. I love my Game Boy, man. I'm looking at it right now, and it's in the original box with the weird, like, Tron hands holding it with the ping pong ball shooting out at you and the well, vector graphics. I love it. And I swear the Game Boy is the first console, at least in my memory, where um, I have a tone or a sound mm-hmm. to the booting up of it that associates with it. Remember Nintendo would slowly scroll down and it would go, yep. bling, yep. Everybody remembers that. That's as, that's as you know, memorable as the achievement unlocked. And if you sound. think back, man, trust me, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color lasts a lot longer than you think it did. 
Oh, yeah. Like in terms of battery life? No, no. Or I mean in terms in of years. overall life. 1999 yeah, it was, it was would be the next time it's replaced. Ten years. Hold on. I'm about to make people feel old in the chat. When? Okay. Because, I mean, really, look at Because we haven't done that already. Well, no, I'm just saying, looking at this picture that I'm posting in chat kind of puts you back like Steve Jobs and the <laughs> way back on Apple. I mean, look, look at this picture. I mean, God. Jeez, look at that link. Yeah, look at that link for this big. That, that's the uh, link with the picture. Know what this picture reminds Sean? Fuck yeah. This, what? This, this, know what this picture reminds me of, Sean? What? Reminds me of the Iraqi war. That's what that reminds yeah. me well, <laughs> I love how Sean shows us the picture with, like, the, the big rip-off flash cart in it, too. Yeah, it's a PC oh, is it? I just, yeah. Googled, I just Googled a, Game Boy original. It's a, it's a, it's a flash cart. Yeah, that thing's huge. <laughs> If you guys want to see just the regular one, but uh... <laughs> graphics guy jumped in it. That's not, that's not what I My Game Boy had a screen on it. Piracy. There we go. There we go. There's a rich... piracy for the win. But uh, but yeah. So the Game Boy came out, and and again, I Tetris was all I needed. Do you remember that? You just sit and play Tetris all day. And you know what was cool about the Game Boy? I don't know about you guys, but my mom like hated me, so we constantly had to go do stuff on Christmas and all I want to do is sit in and play video games. And so finally you could take this shit to church and mom hated that. You could take this over to grandpa's for the stew, you know, and, and, um, your grandpa would get real drunk and he'd be like, what are you playing over there? That looks fucking stupid. (laughs) You kids are rotting your brain. Come on, man. (laughs) Well, I had headphones. Yeah. The Game Boy was ahead of its time. It came with headphones, man. Not only headphones, it came with earbuds, man. Yes, you, Apple. Yep. They were like 15 years ahead of you. That's how you could get away with it for a while. You could get away with like having them in, and Mom didn't notice you had them in in church. You had to keep that Zelda low, though, or Zelda, um, that uh, that Game Boy low. See the, you know, low. When did they lose the common sense of putting the speakers facing you instead of throwing the sound behind objects? <laughs> because the speakers on the front. <laughs> I don't know when that fluctuated, well, but like, you're totally like, like right. When I'm on my iPad, I have to cuff my hand around the one corner yeah. just to throw the, the sound back. At or me. like, or like my wife asks me why I'm when I listen to my I listen to podcasts in my car from time to time. And see, I don't know in different states it's probably different, but like here, the cops will totally pull you over for having headphones in while you drive. Yeah, yeah you're not supposed to. So I have to hold my phone up to my to my head to listen to podcasts in the car because I don't have a car that's new enough to have like a, an mm-hmm. AV in. Yeah. And so, um, and people always think I'm insane because I'm sitting there with the screen facing away from me because the speaker's on the back. <laughs> so people are always like, oh my God, his fucking cell phone. He's like showing me what he's doing. And it's like, it's playing a podcast. Relax. See, I, I wear a blue. If you really want to see Dan Carlin's hardcore history, you're fine. See, I wear a blue collar shirt to wear. It's the basic blue collar industry shirt. But, but flipping it upside down in my pocket, dude, is like perfect with an iPhone because the speakers are on the bottom. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo had it right, right there. The speakers faced you as you played the game. I, I just did. wonder yeah. why they why they one changed speaker. It was mono on the back or the bottom. It, it doesn't work, man. Even with the even with the new iPad, dude, you have to cuff. You got to cuff the one corner. You know, like if you're showing somebody because they never intend for you to use the speaker. In fact, if you hadn't told me that, I've never owned an iPad. I I would have no idea there was a speaker even on the mm-hmm. yeah bottom bottom left corner. Just like the mm. iPhone, you know, if I'm showing someone a, a YouTube video, you got to cuff the bottom of the iPhone when you're showing it. Otherwise, the sound gets thrown, you know, out to the side. 
Well, yeah, and I have an OG Evo, and the HTC Evo is the same way. Like, yeah, the speaker's on the back. you got to cuff your hand to, um, to reflect the sound. You do. Absolutely. Makes no sense, man. But the Game Boy, they, they were crazy. Mm-hmm. The, the sound was right below the button. <laughs> right in your face. It was in the palm of your hand, literally. I yeah. remember um, uh, hearing don't, from it. The only games I had for the Game Boy for the longest time was Tetris because it came with it. And um, mm-hmm. a vertical uh, shooter. And I can't remember. Nemesis. I don't know if it's Nemesis. I swear it was something with an S. But uh, if okay. I can find it, I, I got to buy that. But you might be right. I can't remember now. No, you You could be right. Nemesis was uh, Gradius. It, was, it wasn't the, Nemesis. Uh, it was something, It was original, so, yeah. like, Nintendo branded, like, one of the original Nintendo cartridges you could buy. And mm, it was a... It was a interesting. Yeah, I'll have yeah it was a vertical that, shooter, spaceship shooter. And it's like, I need to find that because I used to play it all the time. Something like Perfect Dark or nothing. I, th- I know I had that on the color. <laughs> no. Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. Yep. No, it was. This wasn't a first. Did I say first. It wasn't a first. It was a shoot 'em up, like a like a just. Yeah, like yeah. It was just a vertical, like straight up, like spaceship shooter. You know. And uh. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, I'm gonna find out what game that was. But um, the other thing that came out this year, uh, although I really think it was just to show off what you know that Genesis does, what Nintendo don't. Um, was the Sega Genesis mm-hmm. came out in 1989 for 189.99 came with one controller and I don't think it had a game or maybe it did because they really wanted to pimp it and it came with like Golden Axe or something I don't know actually let me check my Generation Gap series I think it'll tell me um, but yeah I remember the Genesis does what Nintendo <laughs> don't Do you remember those commercials <laughs> it's pretty good man fuck yeah um, but uh, but yeah 200 bucks. Jesus, huge price. Um, oh, you know, not really for for new hardware, but, uh, <coughs> but yeah. Let's see this. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I just like I said. Oh, nice. I didn't know that that ever came out. Perfect dark on the Game Boy Color. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you, you, you had the slot of AAA battery in the top of the cartridge. <laughs> the cartridge itself had a rumble pack. I've got that game, dude. If I if I find that if I can find that game, dude, I'll send it to you. Oh, that's amazing! I will play it for Gaming History 101. I'll capture it. Ah. Yes, um, I got a Super Game Boy. I'll fucking make that happen. And when that rumble goes off, it's gonna make my Super Nintendo like jump around. It's gonna be awesome. (laughs) But I remember these commercials, and I don't know if you guys do, where they were showing off altered. Oh, Derek H. It came with altered beast. Okay, so it did come to alter beast um and uh tc for those in the live chat tc is going to find us a link which is awesome you guys got to see these genesis does what nintendo don't um i think uh john elway football was in that or something i know john joe montana eventually would come out and do it but that was madden and that was later um but i remember seeing like altered beast golden axe and these games look just like they did in the Mm -hmm. arcades they look just like well, Altered Beast. Like I remember going to the Child World or whatever, and they would have that playing on the screen. They had like a little TV, you know, sitting above, nice. it, and they would be playing like just this loop of Altered Beast, and that was like, yeah, you were like, yeah, Genesis was a big deal. Well, and have you have you gone back and played Altered Beast? I know Rob. It's did not recently. that good. It's short. It's not short. only is it's it like not that hours. good. Have you noticed the? Julie had never played this game. My wife and we sat down and played it recently when I got the Sega's Ulti- uh, Sonic's Ultimate Genesis mm-hmm. collection. And you know, you, your guy would power up twice, right. and each time he would go from like wrestling outfit to like shorts to like right. spanks, 
and then he would become the, the beast. beast. And Julie's like, this game's kind of latently homosexual. He's muscular. And I never you, noticed that. Right, no. <laughs> uh, sure. Because <laughs> you, you were like a wolf, and, and like, you, can you do an arrow yeah, but that was shoot what... side to side, like, well, he'd... wipe everybody yeah, out, like yeah. a hyper. That well, you got to be the golden or the regular wolf, and then in the final level, you were the golden wolf. I just remember being the the tiger or the bear that presented. Yep. You remember that? You bend if over. If I recall, Fred, w- um, weren't you very giant to the screen? Real, yeah, the sprites were pretty big at the time. You were much closer than yeah most other games. Huge sprites, yeah, friends. And it was scroll. It was it scroll was slowly, style. right to the right. It would force scroll you. Yes. And do you remember if you didn't get? If you didn't become the animal, you were given those blue wolves to become the animal. You had to kill them and steal the the the, the, the gem. Go, and yes, and you'd become. And if you didn't do that, the level would repeat. Remember, you had to keep yep. repeating the level till you got to the boss. And it was always the same guy. It was that. It was the fucking dude from Prometheus, and he would welcome you to your. <laughs> dude, I'm not talking about this in 20 years. But the funny thing about Alter Beast <laughs> is, like, the arcade version was pretty impressive. Like, I remember running mm-hmm. into it once, and it was in this, at the time, you know, you had the regular quarter-munching cabinets, you know what I mean? But Altered Beast yep. was in this big, futuristic, like, big screen, like, giant thing. Yeah, I almost bought it recently, and it had this, like, little montage of all the different animals in the bezel. You yeah, and it was like, there'd be a crowd around it, because it was like, like you were saying, yeah. Sean, like, even for the arcade, the sprites were, like, huge. Yeah. And at the time, impressive. And especially on a big, giant, mm-hmm. like, widescreen, like, whatever it was at the time, like, arcade. So, yeah. It was, uh, it was on a 19-inch. <laughs> it seems a lot yeah, 19-inch. In my memory, it seems a lot bigger. But it was like, yeah, when that. Well, no, I mean, even the biggest arcade games in the world, even your best Mortal Kombat 2s and stuff was 25 Yeah, inches. so it, it was like, um, well, I think the Alted Beast Cap. On picture tubes, it was bigger. It seemed well, bigger. The- like, I have a 25-inch uh, Pit Fighter well, cabinet. It's the huge. cabinet I'm thinking of for Altered Beast was giant, like widescreen. I think it was projection. I think it was projecting it up. It, wow, somebody, like, ghetto-rigged an Altered Beast cab. For it was, no, man. <laughs> yeah, it was big. Alt- yeah, look it up. It was, like, a big, giant. I remember it being big and white, and, like, it was, like. White? I do remember that going okay. in pop. Trees, let me tell you the cab that I almost bought that's the only one that I'm familiar with that I've seen in the flesh. And uh, I don't think this is I'm, – I'm like 99% certain this is not the yeah. one you're talking about. But but it was uh, – I remember that. I remember, um, you know, when – Here in the chat, this is the one I'm talking about. <laughs> and I'm guessing that's not the one you're No, the one I seen was, uh, was massive, man. It was pretty badass. No. Right, it, you you're right. It might have been something that someone rigged up, but it was. Uh, I just yeah, it's cool. They would reuse it once Tekken yeah, Tag came. I, I out, remember so. there being a crowd around <laughs> it, and it was pretty impressive, you know. But um, yeah, if it was any bigger than that, I would crowd around it. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like all bullshit aside, unless you know what, they might have had the Japanese version. I wonder if they did. Let me show you what the Japanese arcades look like, Trees, and you tell me if this is it. Here, it's in the chat right now. Tell me if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, something like that. It was late and it Okay, was... that's an import one then. They imported it. Japan knew how to f- – they wouldn't fuck around with that stuff. They mm. knew. Um, that's awesome. 
I would I would gladly pay the two hundred and fifty bucks the guy around me wants. You're right, Trees. That's for big. a Japanese version of that. Yeah. We'd all crowd around. The that. Japanese man, they put big old twenty seven inch cabs. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was awesome. And I remember when it came to the Genesis, it was like spot on. With, oh, it was. We, it it just starting so to hit that um arcade to home translation. You know, NES yeah. was around. I mean, the Genesis started its life as as pretty much nothing but arcade but, ports in '89. But you got to say, we thought Nintendo was there. <laughs> yeah, we 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 thought that 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 <laughs> they were matching the arcade. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, until you saw shit like the ninth, uh, like the uh, Nintendo like port of. Uh, like, like, have you ever looked at the Nintendo port of Altered Beast? Oh, no, no, but I'm Jesus. talking about like, you know, we start seeing like Sonic and Altered Beast, and Nintendo's not so close. Yeah, we'll anymore, start seeing man. it, right? And Nintendo Power hadn't really started pimping the Super Famicom yet. Um, <laughs> actually, this is awesome in the chat. It's not gay. It's the eighties. <laughs> <to> Altered Beast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's totally true. <laughs> uh. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, like, um, I mean, am I fair in saying like this didn't dissuade you from your NES at all? But it did start getting you into that mentality that you know there is a world after the Nintendo. This is going to start happening. You know, Keith Courage and Alpha Zones kind of interested you. And somebody in the chat was talking about how uh, Alien Crush was used mm-hmm. a lot, which was a pinball yep. game. Yep. It was okay. It looked good and this and that. But it wasn't until Genesis that you're like, wow, these are games I want. These are games I need. You know, the only exception to that was when I saw Splatterhouse on the Turbo Graphics. I knew I needed that, but other than that, um, Genesis was like, yeah. But at two hundred bucks, it was way out of my reach. I remember my mom absolutely no to Nintendo until it was down to a hundred bucks. Yeah, I, 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 so Genesis, I got. A, I remember I got for Christmas. Like that was a big deal. The buddy down the street had it, and he had obviously Altered Beasts. He had Rambo Three. Rambo awesome 3. Games. Yes. It was a commando sort of ripoff, but it was awesome. Yes, but you was. got to shoot, like, helicopters and tanks and, first, like, third person over the shoulder with the bow and arrow. Like, bonus. You had the bow and arrow with the yeah, explosion like a little on the back end. Yeah. You'd, you'd knock down the helicopter and it'd crash into the tank for, like, double points. It was awesome. Fucking amazing. And, and, um, yes. and he had Madden. He had one of the Maddens. And I was like, I have to have a Genesis, you know. And I think to this day. Really was oh well Madden later came out but, but yeah but the time yeah. I got one this stuff was already out like I didn't get one on launch you know what I mean right right and yeah. um yeah I mean it was a big deal Genesis was a big deal and to this day I think if you listen to Easy Mode Unlocked you can tell that I'm still a Sega sort of guy Me too. you know what I mean yeah well you know what Retronauts definitely has the whole like Nintendo side of it covered like it's not hard to find the Nintendo fanboys but yeah you and I were definitely children of the mm-hmm. Genesis um but uh but yeah like so Altered Beast comes out and again this was this was one of those things it just kind of planted the seed that holiday season which was kind of interesting I think Sega knew they weren't going to sell too many Genesises and they just wanted to get you started and it'll it'll pay off because before the Super Nintendo comes out um in 91 holiday 91 um, that year, Sega will celebrate a 55% market share over Nintendo. Um, so it'll be the one time somebody dethroned Nintendo until uh, the N64 era. Um, Do you remember? I mean, just going through looking for, you know, for me, yeah, I never had a Sega Genesis, but but I had friends that had it. And, and that, that's what I was talking about, noticing that, you know, maybe my Nintendo's not not like the arcade games, because this is. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and again, we'll talk about it as we get into later years, but the Genesis definitely will find its niche. Yeah. Um, or its niche. Um with with Sega players and you know I mean it, you'd get in fights <laughs> on the uh, on the playground over Sega versus Nintendo I mean it was a hot topic yeah yeah <laughs> oh yes yeah, it was um, the birth of fanboys I think well and I I really think I don't know about you guys but '89 was the year of the Game Boy suddenly we're taking Nintendo on the go yeah I might have gotten a Nintendo game that year but I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. 89 was really the year I got the Game Boy. I remember what the box looked like. It was 90 bucks. You know, my parents really tried to stay around 100 for my Christmas shopping, and so it was safe. And Nintendo was genius. This was another big thing. Do you guys remember it had two fucking AA batteries in the box? Because how many times did you get Tiger Electronic games, and they didn't have batteries in the box, and you had to wait all day Christmas <laughs> not able to play your little shitty Tiger Electronics game because you had to get mm-hmm. batteries? Robin from the remote control when your parents weren't looking and shit like that. And those batteries had been in there for three yeah. years. So they lasted like five seconds in your Tiger game. The Game Boy, you could get through yeah. all day Nintendo. Uh, all day on Nintendo Game Boy with one some set of Some crazy batteries. Japanese batteries. You're like, what are these crazy batteries? <laughs> Shinryu batteries. Fuck it. Put them in. Yeah, if, you, if you can still find an original Game Boy in the, with the batteries, they're, we, they're, like, they're not brand name like our brand name batteries. no 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 it's straight from japan with love yeah. all right well as much as i want to jump into 1990 we're getting on two hours and i do need to uh cut this christmas show unfortunately um but real quick uh do you guys want to uh say where we can find each other where everyone can find everybody yeah all right let's go with sean sean where can we you can find, find you? me on twitter uh at Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. Xbox Live is FreemanDaddy7. PSN is FreemanSun7. And, and I do a show, Knuckleballer Radio, and ZombieCast over ZombieCast.net. Nice. Knuckleball Radio, I got to get over there soon, Sean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back yep. on, you know, getting back on my feet here. Getting back my, my, in my podcast and uh, – my shoes back on. Uh, him and so yeah, yeah. And, and we've got some new changes. I know, Fred, you come on ZombieCast, but, uh, you know, we've actually got somebody from The Walking Dead that is uh, joining no. joining us on, you know, as a full-time host, and he's in the new Hunger Games movie and on Vampire Diaries. But he's got a huge guy that's in a ton of movies, dude, but he's uh, he's going to be there every week on nice. ZombieCast, dude. So, uh, you know, he's there on set for The Walking Dead and hangs out with all these cats and is – eats a lot of people so uh <laughs> it's gonna be fun starting next week you know michael yeagers will be joining us uh as a part of zombie cast dude so nice man. stoked about it all right trees well i am uh trees line zero zero on everything anything you think of you can find me on there and um yeah and i uh with robin dana my co-host we record a show easy mode that's easy mode unlocked every uh monday at seven and go to our website, easymodeunlock.com, and join our forums and in the community over there. If you're looking for a good uh, good gaming community, come find us over there. And they are. They're actually the host That's of our forums I forgot. Well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, for us, GamingHistory101.com is where you can find us. We have recently uh, been accepted onto all games. So um, we're going to be uh, starting up, I think, January 6th is going to be our first one. We go right after Knuckleball Radio. 
Sean, at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern. Nice. Um, and so hopefully I can get everything figured out with Derek and get this up and running for January 6th. And you know what January 6th is? Mm-hmm. It's our next game club. We're going to be doing Chrono Maybe. Trigger. So we're going to be talking about Chrono Trigger um, start to finish for like two long hours. Um, and and, you, and yeah, also part, part two, what? man, you got to let me know what it is, dude. I, I definitely want that. Yeah, the one thing I do, definitely, if you guys are down, we'll talk about it later, but I'd like to bring you back for is um, at the beginning of every year for the New Year's show. So I think it'll be next week, if not the week after that, the January 2nd show. Um, I want to do, we we do um, history going back in five-year intervals. So we talk about literally kind of like this, just the pivotal games that come out, but less from a holiday season and more from just like the games and what they mean Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, so... So we'll be talking about that, and you guys can definitely come on over. But, uh, yeah, check out GamingHistory101.com. We do tons of stuff. I do video, podcasts, written stuff. I write tons of articles, (laughs) and I take lots of requests. And so anything you need is fine. And uh, lately I've been starting to play a lot of Japanese games. And, again, as I get these crates of uh, Famicom and Super Famicom games, I'm going to be playing it. So, um so yeah, so uh, so definitely check it out, and uh, I, I definitely look forward to uh, to getting everything figured out with Derek so that we can we can go live. So um, so excellent. Uh, come check us out then. In the meantime, uh, Merry Christmas mm-hmm. to everybody, or Happy yeah. Holidays if if you don't celebrate Christmas, and um, and uh, just keep gaming because Lord knows that uh, the biggest thing that I'm going to be doing <laughs> is staying up really fucking late tomorrow night playing XCOM. There you go. This is amazing. I'm playing Deus Ex and XCOM. What is it, 1994 <laughs> again? But uh, anyway, all right, guys. Well, and, uh, without further ado, have a good right, night. And also, everybody says Super Sundays uh, for, for all games, man. That's awesome. 